most ridiculous Beth. Are you laughing at me? Yeah, I'm laughing at you. Do I have something on my face, Dark Side? No, the, the huge Southern Comfort bottle right behind oh. him. It's just like such a contrast. It's like, it's like hysterical. <laughs> Woo! Give me the devil horns, Beth. Give me the devil horns. Yeah! <laughs> Southern Comfort. Yeah! I don't know what it's doing Skinner! in here. Skinnard! Woo! <laughs> I just, didn't even hit me till just this second. I said, "You were talking about a contrast." That's Lockwood. Southern Comfort. I don't know how anything gets in the studio. It's like best music, and then Tush by ZZ Top, <laughs> trying to put the two of them together. This so don't work. Cool. <laughs> it does not work. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. That shower curtain thing is just such a non-issue. I can't believe I'm still talking about it. It's only that, you know, for this this morning in my apartment, I just, I don't know, I, I, I looked down and I said, hey, my shower curtain, it didn't even dawn on me. My shower curtains never stick to my legs. I don't think mine does either. I've only tried to notice since we talked about that story. Yeah, and then I, like, looked at it and I'm, and I'm checking it out and I said, oh, this is why. It's got little magnets in the bottom and it's sticking to the tub. Problem solved. We need a study on that? And you're still struggling with that, Nick? Well, I don't know where you guys get these special curtains with a little magnet. These futuristic <laughs> curtains. <laughs> yeah, because I've never seen them before. They're only for the very wealthy. Or yeah. heard about them, for that matter. Yeah, it's almost like a mythical creature. <laughs> the shower curtain with the magnet in the bottom. Yeah. I think I picked up at Walmart. Probably. <laughs> Dude, I just, I see Nick knew like Mr. Burns struggling with his shower curtain, wrestling it to the ground. You have to be careful. A lot of accidents happen in the shower. Whoa, it's attacking me! I know, especially when you put the soap on the bottom of your feet. It gets really slippery in there. I'll tell you what, I've just seen things with <laughs> new eyes today. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's good. I don't have a chance to step back. You know, Beth, Southern Comfort Bottle. Nick, you and Sean. <laughs> what a pair. Just walking down the hall. It's the height thing that really sells it. They're like the same size. But you're nuts. You're the same size. And you're like two very different people. You wouldn't even be talking to each other in high school. Yeah. Well, no. you don't think that Nick and Darkseid would have been friends in high school? I see. It was what makes this show work. I mean, I don't know how, which of us would have actually been talking in high school. I mean, I might have occasionally seen Darkseid. If one of his friends wasn't harassing me. Well, it's almost like the Breakfast Club, how yeah, they yeah, put yeah, in, yeah, the, yeah. in the library all these different people, and they're sort of forced to hang out. It is. No, that is what it is. I'm, that, I'm Judd, what's his name? Yeah. That's me, man. Right. Yeah. Judd Nelson. No, but Ed, it is a Breakfast Club. That's exactly what it is. Where you never would see these people interacting, and you would never have, and it really is something to be said for that interaction because interesting things come out of it. Yeah. But, but yeah, for sure. But Nick, you're just doing Sean just slaying me. The only difference is I hope that when the show's over and our our parents pick us up and drive us away, that we do have some contact to get in the future. Maybe one day. <laughs> if we all get in detention again. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was just, just the two of you guys coming back from your cigarette break. You're killing me. Good morning, everybody. Got the family up here. They came up yesterday. Spent a couple of days. Jesse went to see Everclear. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Came up with his girlfriend, Patty, who gave me my Got Mullet t-shirt. That's nice. Which is awesome. 
So whose musical choice is it today? It's mine. Beth Lockwood. I picked a current, which mm-hmm. I never do. Well, I'm completely thrown. Is the song called Short Skirt or Long Jacket Cake? It's called Short Skirt, Long Jacket by Cake. Oh, got it. Okay, <laughs> here we go. It's Beth's Choice on D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio, Radio 104. That was, as Martin Short and Father of the Bride would have said, cock. Tell <laughs> 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 the cock. The pick the cock. Uh, cakes, new track. Short skirt, long jacket. I started talking to the guys in here and said, I, have they done anything like in a while since going the distance, the Nick Anthem? They had something out between that, but not in a while anyway. Right, and you're saying they have a new video. Yeah, I was sort of flipping through the channels the other day and I happened to cross it. And it is this neat concept. It's basically man on the street bit where they take out some disc bands and ask random people on the street what they think of the song and they tell them and the music's playing in the background that's the that's video. video yeah extension of bon jovi's bad medicine active activity back in the 80s where they handed out camcorders and let the audience make the video <laughs> remember that remember that eh? no yeah. sam kinnison giving out the cameras remember? i remember that yeah come on go 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 ow, ow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they ripped them off Bon Jovi. Well, He's an does. innovator, you know. Everybody's so derivative of John Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi's just a couple years away from full-on Gene Simmons kiss attitude. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> bon Jovi. We invented everything. We're in Jersey. Did, did Jersey kiss? is the home of rock and roll. <laughs> did Kiss, and excuse me for my ignorance, did they make a movie at some point? <laughs> <laughs> Two. I, saw, I could only watch for a couple minutes. Which one? You talking some, about Detroit Rock City, the newer one? No. Kiss... Versus the Phantom oh, from the seventies. I saw a couple minutes the other day. It was this on movie. It was about the making of that movie. The Holy making cow, of Kiss that versus looks the Phantom. Like the worst movie ever. Oh, it, it Sean, who is in the Kiss Army, is a, is acknowledging. Yes, it is the worst movie oh, ever. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, they that have these so guys. Bad. I apologize. They're like superheroes <laughs> fighting, <laughs> yeah. fighting some sort of criminal, right? Yeah, they have. Uh, they <laughs> each, I never saw it. I'm proud to say they each have like a little medallion. Oh my god! Like they, you know, Paul's the star child, and he can shoot laser beams from his eyes. They have Gene talking about the making of this movie, and he's saying it's uh. Which, who's the drummer? Peter Chris. Peter Chris. Peter's, Peter's <laughs> voice is so bad that we had him overdubbed. They dub his voice. Oh, I mean, his speaking voice. Oh, that's yeah. right. I know. <laughs> it's like old. It's like a Japanese horror film or something. <laughs> what were they thinking? Oh man, I was. I, I met a roadie who was uh, this guy roadie for my band, who was roadie for Skid Row when they were on tour. With Kiss was telling me some like behind the scenes Kiss stuff and. The one thing, nothing really that outstanding other than, you know, Kiss. Gene and Paul like to hold court a lot, you know, <laughs> being the, the founders of the heavy metal movement. <laughs> they, uh, he told me that Paul is so affected now that he, he talks in a whisper all the time. And he strokes his throat <laughs> in a very... <laughs> Sort of bird, the bird cage. Remember how it was going on all the time? <laughs> right. Uh, not Robin Williams. The other guy was. Always, yeah, was always like <laughs> stroking his throat when he tells you things. <laughs> this is Paul, and, he, and I was like, "You kidding me?" He goes, oh, "Dude, the guy is gone." And it's so outrageous <laughs> to see them doing interviews and commenting on subjects. In full makeup. Yeah, yeah, that, that yeah, that's, <laughs> that was something. <laughs> Peter that, Chris 
is so old <laughs> that the makeup is dripping in the cracks of his face. Yeah. You sure it's Peter or Ace? Because I don't know. Ace is, is uh, oh, maybe it's Ace because oh. Peter's the cat, right? Yeah, the Ace. Okay. The, <laughs> the space How Ace. old is he? Hundred? He does not have good skin. This guy had serious <laughs> acne, oh. and it it is uh, road hard, put away oh, wet. No. No doubt about They're it. They're almost becoming a parody of themselves. I mean, maybe Pretty that happened almost. a long time ago. But it we shall have makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you had makeup. Well, I but, hate but, to break it to but you, but these are radio makeup. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we all have different characters: the Wookie, and you know, and uh, Bottle Boy, kind of shape of a bo- white face with a bottle painted <laughs> in the center of his face, something like that. We we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then whenever yeah. we do appearances, we have to use wear that makeup. makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I'm just going to go with what I'm wearing now. No, no, no. you got to have, it's got to be white face. It's got to be something crazy. <laughs> it's something representative of you. <laughs> I know, cooking utensils, okay. a, a racket, and, a, <laughs> and some sort of spatula. <laughs> Tennis racket and a spatula crossed. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got a really good show. Actually, we always have a really good show. I always say that, but it's true. D-Sider Radio Family Feud. Yes, thank you. Uh, Special announcement regarding D-Sider Radio Night at the Rockettes. With Rockettes tickets to give away. Well, that was the announcement. Just cross that off the list. Mm -hmm. Now, more details. Luke and Murphy Jensen, who are promoting the Fox Force Pro Tennis in Hartford, are coming into the studio. I don't really know much about these guys. But Beth has been playing tennis. She always likes tennis, right? Always, yeah. Even as a kid, my father was always watching tennis. So, and I've been since uh, Jamaica with my wife. Uh, I've been contemplating taking up the sport. Just say, since you know, you can run around and stuff, and you do mm-hmm. sweat. I like that. And you get to hit things hard. Yeah, better if the if the uh, racket was made out of more solid material. How about if the ball were on fire? And the ball was on fire. Dark side, you got Dark Side's attention. Oh, school. <laughs> Flaming tennis ball. That'd be exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll bring that up to the guys and ask them what they think sure. about that. How they can make it like more badass. Because they're pretty badass. They're rockers, you know. I think oh. they play and they sing. And uh, is it today? Well, I see in the paper, Wednesday, July 18th. That's yesterday. Oh, you know, yesterday did they play? Tonight they play. Tonight they're playing the McEnroe's? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they don't care to, they don't think much of the game because they're getting here at like 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to kick those old guys' asses. They're playing the McEnroe brothers. We'll talk to them a little later on in the show. And, uh, you know, the usual brouhaha that is has become to be known as D. Snyder Radio. A lot of reaction to many of the things we've been talking about. Uh, we've been we're building. Are we in fact? I should check the schedule. Are you guys going to face that showdown tomorrow, Nick? Yeah, we are. You are. I got a little. I got a little something to throw you. A little curveball. Yeah. Yeah. What time did we talk about this yesterday? By the way, it was a little later. A little later, but what? well, we'll hip the people this morning yeah. to it. See, Nick and Sean were arguing about who's in better shape, I guess, and we decided to have a, a showdown. And basically to that end, we're going to have to just do some basic, basic calisthenic type things. Push-ups, sit-ups, pull-ups. Jumping jacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some running around the building a couple of times and see who's in better shape. And I suggested, since my 11-year-old son Cody has recently taken the presidential fitness 
test in elementary school, and everybody except except you, Beth, remember? No, no, I remember. Who doesn't remember? Who do you remember? Dark sign? I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, me neither. Yeah, they probably. Uh, I don't know why it would skip your schools, but it was around. Sean remembers it. Yeah, and maybe they went. Maybe it went away for a while. They came back. Maybe because I don't remember Jesse taking it actually, but Cody got the patch. Just like I always mm. wanted that patch, I didn't get the patch. I was like one sit up short of getting that patch, and I was so pissed. Because the woman said, I was, I just hesitated for a second coming up on that sit-up. And she said, all right, that's it. I was like, no, I hesitated. I was just, you know. But I, and Cody got the patch. And it's a certain amount of sit-ups in, in a minute, a certain amount of pull-ups, a certain amount of push-ups. And if you go past a certain number, then you get the presidential award with a certificate with W's, you know, Printed signature on there, not actual pen or anything, but it's a it's a likeness, a stamp or something. I'm glad they're bringing that back. Uh, yeah, and Cody's so proud, and I'm so proud. So, were you guys, did you go online? Were you able to see if you can locate the information on that test? Yeah, I located the information. There's some events that I don't think we're going to be able to do because there's uh, a stretching event where you need a certain machine that or a type of contraption that the schools have or yeah, we can have. make no, you no. touch your toes and Cody stuff was like explaining that. to me one of the things was the reach the V reach yeah, yeah, the there's V-sit. no contraption or machine well, they had <laughs> that's the what yoga did it's a machine <laughs> it's just leaning forward and seeing how far past your toes you can extend your hands hmm. yeah it just shows flexibility. Yeah. Or how close you can get to your toes in your yeah. case. Or can you see your toes? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, so I just thought maybe yeah. maybe just to, just to mix it up a little, throw something else into the equation, Beth, just go over here. Um, Cody's up here. Oh, I thought maybe we'd bring the 11-year-old in and we'd put the three of you against each other. Let's see where he has the certificate. Yeah, he told me that he did 47 sit-ups in a minute. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> Sorry. Either one of these guys is going to do even close to that. In a minute? I might be able to do that. I might be able to I do that. I thought that was Not insane. These, I know. That is like, uh, like crunches or like a full... I think they do full sit-ups or maybe it's crunches. I don't know. We'll ask Willis Cody. We'll check online as well. But I just thought, yeah, I, he said, sure, he'd, be, he'd love to come down and compete. Great. Um. <laughs> Damn, I was just thinking this so would like, be so easy. I'm going to mop the floor with this It's a kid. lose-lose situation. Oh, yeah. If you beat him, you beat an 11-year-old. If you lose, you lost to an 11-year-old. <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> Come on. What do you think, Beth? You guys were bragging yesterday about what studs you were. Yeah, Are you nervous now of an 11-year-old kid? I'm, learning, I'm in more in shape than Nick, but I don't... Oh, come on. I can't do 47 sit-ups. In a minute? Oh, no. oh, maybe How were, about in an hour? Maybe they change it. Because I remember there was a time where they, you know, they've, they eventually found that the sit-up was yeah. not yeah, like, the best thing. So maybe it's a crunch. Because I thought that was insane. So maybe he calls that a sit-up. Because yeah. the whole concept of the full-blown flop in your body, mm-hmm. like like Linda Blair and the Exorcist, is, <laughs> is no longer exists. That's what I remember doing that I did really well in the sit-up category. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. so he said he'd be glad to come down and show you guys the ropes. Great. I have to go somewhere and do something. <laughs> no, no, it's summer vacation. vacation. It came up for a couple of days, so maybe he'll be here tomorrow and just the light. I think that you guys would have him in the cigarette smoke off, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told him he can't do that. <laughs> so you guys got him on that one, so that's one for you. Yes. One for your team. Who <laughs> can inhale a butt fast, smoke a cigarette down the fastest. <laughs> 
the loser Olympics. Okay, uh, I think Profit wrote in that there's already a name for this kind of Olympics. It's Special Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can borrow it for the time being. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back. Now, I've been informed by Dark Side Dave, which was very nice to him, because usually he likes to throw Nick under the bus with this, is that the uh, recap has been changed. So Nick's title, Men Admire the Size of Her Melons and the Way She Could Work a Hoe, does not apply. Well, first of all, there's 25 minutes down the drain. <laughs> At least. 25 yeah. minutes of your life you'll never get back. Really? Figuring out that title. So I was wondering if you had a new title for the uh, new recap. Talking to me? I don't know. <laughs> Who are you, Joe Pesci? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I don't, I don't, what, I don't know exactly. Narrow. You're talking to me? I don't know exactly the context of what he used. So I thought he was the instant recap guy. All right, instant recap title, Dark Side. I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Exactly it's coming up it next. Was. It's probably, what, that's the title? He, he just doesn't listen to me, dude. You should see it. It is such a mess after you guys leave. <laughs> it is such a mess. It's, I what tell are you him, talking about? It's wait, a mess while we're is, here. It's what a power struggle. point out what we're going to use, and he's like, okay, no problem, and then I come in the next day, and it's not it. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a power struggle. I would explain what happened, but it, he comes in, he's just like, I'm going to use words to... It's not... He doesn't talk to me. He just throws things out there in the yeah. air and just walks away. Yeah. He's continually just... It's all BS coming out of his mouth. Every, every excuse time. me. Excuse me. This sounds like a job for a marriage counselor. <laughs> no, really. He doesn't talk to me. Never listen. Well, no, he was thrown off yesterday because the big thing of why he was upset with Art Alexakis is because Art called him a homo. <laughs> and he was all bent out of shape about that. And this has oh, been we'll going on for a couple later. of years now. Yeah, we'll get into that We later. interviewed Al Art Alex Oz. This is more. you got to listen to the whole show. I'm sorry, people. you got to alter your entire lifestyle <laughs> to be a part of the D-Side Radio experience. <clears throat> because we can't get into that right now. But Dark Side had had an interview that went bad. <laughs> for fest with the guys from Everclear uh, involved being called homosexual amongst other things um, and he's been kind of angry for a couple of years we had Art on the phone who was very is it recalcitrant what's the word recalcitrant yeah is that the word I'm looking to use I don't know some of these words just come yeah. popping in my head uh, you know and he apologized straight out he was gracious gracious tried to recall the moment when realizing tried to explain the other side of the story a little bit and, and, and you could see where you know these two great things <laughs> met and things kind of fell apart but this, subsequently we've got a lot of more information Darcy had kind of blank, blanked out a lot of that interview mm -hmm. and there was a lot more to it Art was playing it down and, is, and it turns out <clears throat> and this I'll get into Art has a history Oh, yeah got two words for you Anger management. <laughs> okay, I'll leave it there, but we'll talk about that a little more later on in the show as well. Right now, we need to take a break, and uh, uh, and we'll be back with the re with the untitled recap, which is fine with me. If you want to save that 20 minutes and we'll just call it the recap, <laughs> yeah. I'm good with that. I'm down with that. We like the White Album, you know, long, yeah. we spent too long yeah. coming up with these titles. It's 20 minutes of your life, boom. Call it the back, recap. Done. Do with it what you will. Awesome. Okay? Also, we've got a WWF Invasion Contest going on. We'll have that as well in just a little bit. Some reaction. Did I mention reaction? 
still going on to our conversation about double XL lingerie. Mm-hmm. Okay, some interesting reactions as well. All right, so do stick around for more D Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. Hey, Snyder. D Snyder. Why don't you do the world a favor? Pull your lip over your head and swallow. D Snyder Radio. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Where's my cough button? You had how many minutes to do that? You waited until we got back in here. Just all of a sudden just came out of nowhere. Is it hot in here? Might be a little warm. The other side turned. Other warm. side. There you go. You. It's, how it's, do you know that it's me? You automatically look at me. <laughs> Dark side look like he likes the heat with all that fur. No. Just because he's pitting out doesn't mean he doesn't want it warm. Exactly. N-O spells no. His shirt is sticking to his ooze. <laughs> it's the first day you've had it covered up, though. The new work there. I know. It's sticking to it a little bit. It looks like it's healing. Roll it up, man. Flash it. I don't know Take how the shirt off. tattoos yeah. work. So the first day, what I now know was ink oozing out. I didn't want to say anything, but I thought that it was blood. That was just a little bit of that, too. <laughs> yeah, it's blood nake. It's very colorful. And now it's all going to scab? Is that what happens? Yeah, it scabs over, falls out, and then it's over with. <sighs> Is that going to happen here in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> some of it might. Like, you can see some of it starting to scab up Can you tell there. us, like, so we know what's falling out, if it's teeth or chunks of skin? <laughs> so we can differentiate. I never know with him. Yeah. If it's black or brown, it may be both. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of, a, kind of an odd yellow color. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a bunch of stuff to do. We got traffic to give you. We've got prize packs to give away. We've got a recap. But I do have some reaction to the double XL people okay all right so um this one's from a guy Genghis john subject double xl men versus double xl woman and i was uh and uh Genghis always likes to crack wise on things but it's not wise cracking okay. it's actually rather insightful he says d i i've never been a slender reed but i've done okay for myself with the ladies over the years I never had a string of beautiful women like Russell Crowe, but I was lucky enough to find one willing to marry me. Men do have it easier than women. He agrees with you, mm-hmm. Beth. When it comes to weight interfering with dating, women will overlook a weight, a weight in favor of personality, charm, and wit. Most men won't let charm, personality, and wit overcome a woman's weight. In fact, most men do the opposite and overlook a lack of personality and charm and wit in favor of a great body. Mm-hmm. Rock on, Genghis John. Sean, am I allowed to say what you said to me prior to going on the air? Yeah, I can say whatever. Sean said to me, well, you know, my girlfriend knows that if we get married and she gains weight, it's going to be a problem. Well, <laughs> to which I said, I'm she's just, apparently overlooked that deficiency on your part. I mean, that's a perfect <laughs> example of it. Yo, but I'm, I'm working out a lot and she's really pushing me and my feelings are that if I don't. I just don't want her gaining like uh, two hundred pounds. And next thing you know, you're it's working not the girl out a lot. 
You didn't say 200 pounds now that you're on the air, you're backpedaling. All right, 50, 75 pounds. I mean, and Sean, the thing, not that I, not that it matters that I, you're overweight. Are you working at your libido? That, or that you're even really overweight. Yeah. Yeah. But when you guys started dating, you were fresh out of the army. So you had to be 40 pounds lighter than you are now? About 30 pounds, 30, 40 pounds. He was a lean, mean fighting machine. Yeah, and I'm going to get back down to And that. she didn't seem to have a problem with it. Well, you know, I it's just, you know, her and I have actually talked about this, and I just said, you know, listen, I just, you know, I, I, you know you're, if you're not going to be the same woman I married. Have you stopped to think that maybe you're not getting them because you're not the same man that she started dating? I know, that's why I'm, you know, doing what I can, and <laughs> we got to lose the weight. Bonnie! Very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the other side, okay? So, okay, because John agrees with you, all right? We got a letter here. A uh, woman says, Ogre's comment. Remember the ogre called in? <clears throat> that a woman can always get someone, even if she's fat, is ridiculous. First, it implies that a woman should be grateful for whoever she gets, whomever she can get, and shouldn't be selective. Nice double standard. Second, it's completely false, unless you want to spend your time with a loser. I'm a 30-year-old, highly educated, professional woman, and I've been anywhere from a size 8 to a size 24. Oof. That's a range, people. Yeah. Okay. In the past seven years, I've been approached by only two men. The first was a 50-year-old, still lived with his mother, and had an old man smell. Ah, he's a winner. <laughs> the second told me he was going out with me because he heard fat men were fat women were faithful because they were so grateful to be with someone. Oh, that's such a great opening line. Great opening line. Wow. That's a good one. Sing that I'm old. sure that works at clubs. Uh, <laughs> that's unbelievable, actually. <laughs> no kidding. When I was thin, however, it was a different story. Both men and women desired me. Yes, I am bisexual. And I was able to date people at my own intellectual and professional level with whom I had something in common. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear something? <laughs> <laughs> the pressure on women to be impossibly thin is huge while men can sit around on their fat asses and criticize. I also yielded to the pressure when I was in my 20s by becoming an anorexic exercise junkie, losing 60 pounds in about 10 weeks and wow. ending up in the hospital. But hey, I made it into that size 8 dress I've been wanting, and the guy I had a crush on asked me out. Being thin just isn't worth it. So to the man, I say, screw the lot of you. I'm going to be what I am, and if you don't like my appearance, you can eat excrement. I'd rather be alone with dignity than degrade myself for you. Signed, the loyal peep, lawyer chic. Hmm. See the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think Ogre was completely off, though. I think he was talking generally on general terms but it is a little bit easier for females to get inside the dating ring than males i no, mean males have no, to deal I with i don't think that's true sure males have to deal with rejection i think a lot more than females do she should be decent looking but we're willing to trade looks yeah. for a certain kind of morally casual attitude i think what he's trying to say there that's that's boone i believe <laughs> is trying to say that I think the women are looking for a little more than you getting off, not you particularly, Nick, but right. guys getting off and then splitting. There's a so big it, difference between yeah. how easy it is to get someone to sleep with you and get into a relationship. Right. So if you're talking about a woman, you know, have an easier time getting a guy who wants to get his rocks off and then is going to leave. Yeah. I'll agree. I, I don't think anybody's going to argue with you. But I think 
that we should be talking more about women in substantial substantial relationships. Well, they don't always. I, I'm speaking a couple dates, not so much a full blown, you know, relationship. They, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, but isn't a couple of dates something. have one focus in mind? Getting laid. Not always. I mean, for me, it does. I mean, your definition of a couple of what happens on a couple of days is probably markedly different than my perception of a couple of days. Can we hold this off for a second? Sure. Psycho, is there any big traffic situation out there? Nothing major. Anything no. you, you need to say? I guess not. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to oh, have a conversation going here, and I know at 7, 6.45, usually nothing going on. If there was, I want to let people know. Okay, so come back at uh, 7.15, and we'll talk to you then. Awesome. Okay, man. <laughs> uh, we did get a letter from... Um, Never again. She's the one who wrote that letter yesterday about going in. She's, she's pre-op. Oh, right. That. Okay. She said, uh, D, first I'd like to thank we you. We should say for people who didn't hear, she's oh. going in to have, uh, I believe, st stomach stapling? Yeah, stomach stapling. Something surgery like that? Yeah. yeah. First I'd like to thank you for your intelligent comments regarding my letter today. Okay. Remember, it was kind of accusory. It kind of implied that Myself, Darkside, and Nick were, respo were responsible or partially responsible for driving her there. Since so she's a listener mm -hmm. and she hears Darkside's wise cracks and comments all, mm -hmm. you know, all, every Everybody show. Everybody take cover. She's going to blow. Yes. Or at the very least, attitudes and comments like yours. Yes. And she did say, she said that day in and day out she deals with that. Mm -hmm. So she said, I'd like to thank you for your intelligent comments regarding my letter today. Just for the record, please let me clarify that I am no way blaming you should my surgery not go well. She said there's a potential of death with these surgeries. Mm -hmm. And I sincerely apologize if it came across that way. My letter was intended as an eye opener not to put the blame on any one person. Thanks for that, I say. Many thanks to Beth who could have taken the ball and run with this, but chose to be understanding and compassionate. Also, a huge laugh out loud. Thank you to Darkside for refraining from playing That's a Huge Bitch throughout the entire reading of my letter. He's not totally with that. Well, it was a serious letter. He used as a rule, Darkside lays back. And you, of course, I was holding his arm. Yes, he was, he was sitting on him. You showed class, Darkside. Just kidding. Oh, and another quick thank you to Nick for keeping his mouth shut on the subject for once. Sign never again. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Pierce Cheap, apparently, well, I just, I just will tell never again. Appreciate it. We did get a few letters of the t this next type in response to your letter. Um, some people, because it did come off a little heavy-handed, but I, I, you know, I... I realize that you weren't necessarily pointing a finger at us. And you sometimes your frustrations. To be heard, you have to. Uh, yeah, but there take were a, different a few letters like this. Subject: Re, the large woman writer. D, you should not feel bad about that woman, especially if she dies from that surgery. Hartford is undergoing lots of construction projects, and she can be free landfill. Pierce G, what is that? She said, "Tell the peeps to lighten up from one fatty to the others." Okay, oh, so that's not Pierce Jeep right. is a large man. And uh, and I think that uh, and I think never again. Clearly by the LOL, she said huge that she uh, you know certainly has her sense of humor intact. Okay, all right. Now we have a recap from yesterday's program, and it has no title. It is titleless. This is our black album. It's like Metallica <laughs> or the Beatles' What Record. It's just no title. <laughs> all right. So, uh, but it happened yesterday on D Snyder Radio, and uh, well, it says here. Trapped in the crapper slash Mr. Roger, 
There's a title. Trapped in the Crapper. Here you go. It happened yesterday on D Sunday Radio. It's Radio 104. An Austrian man was trapped in a portable toilet for three days after running into it to escape from would-be muggers. The men tipped the cubicle on its side, blocking the door and filling the inside with noxious substances. Whoa. This happened when 63-year-old Willie Weber was trying to avoid being mugged by these people. So he ran in and locked it. And when they couldn't get in, sort of as revenge, I guess, they tipped over the portalash and he was there for three days before anyone found him and it's summertime and it was really really warm oh i heard he ate his way out really disgusting he's recovering at the hospital would you rather here's a question would you rather go ahead and get mugged or spend three days stuck in the portable toilet Get my ass kicked. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it all dumped all over me and everything like that. Yeah. How bad an ass kicking? Uh, well, I mean, it could have been well, just mugging, a mugging. Technically, yeah. Right. It's just like, here's my money. Take it. Yeah, take it. It's, don't, 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 I don't want that blue stuff all over me. Uh-huh. So I'll take the blue stuff. I don't want the other stuff. Okay. Okay. Dark side? Uh, yeah, I'll take Mugged. The, oh, mugging. Yeah. Any day. Mug wearing a portlet as a crap helmet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nick. Um, I get to go with a mugging. I ain't sitting in one no. of those porta potties. No. Probably, you know, it probably was very instinctive. You know, being mugged, okay, right. dive in here. Probably you had a few minutes to just contemplate the potential of of that portalette. You probably would have decided, you know what? Here, just take my wallet. Right. Go go on your way. Well, a woman in England who is getting married could not decide on which friends she wanted to have as her bridesmaids, so she had 28. She'd initially selected 10, but asked more people when she saw some dresses on sale. Originally, it had been around $100 and were marked down to 30. She said, <laughs> she said that she just asked every one of her friends that she knew. She said they wanted a proper wedding, and they started asking these girls, and people thought it was a great idea. They were worried that it might end up looking a little tacky, but in the end, they said it looked wonderful. Uh, well, when you first said it, I thought it was just an issue of how do you choose? Because we had a pretty big bridal party, and because we had all of my, let's see, all of my brothers. So there's four of those. Suzette's brothers. There's three of those. And then uh, my best man, Mark the Animal Mendoza. So you had eight. That's eight. And then, so then Suzette had my sister, her sister, you know, her best, we had to find matches for them, her, her, good, her best friends. And sometimes, you know, when you, you don't know where to cut it off. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you choose? Now, how many are you having? Just a couple? Or? I have my sister and three. So four and total. Three. Mm-hmm. And three. But probably that number. Well, your sister was probably a, a natural. Of course. All right, but probably the three was... I'm not going to have you say this, but just say that there was a natural group of friends. Oh, yeah. That my, if you had tried to pick one or two out of there, one of the other three would have been, it would have been mortally offended. Oh, you know, I could My two right, best right. friends from high school and my roommate. 
Right. This is a whole different thing, though. She just got a sort of sale. Right. I don't know why, but 28. I've never heard of a bridal party that big. Ever. If I'm this guy, I'm like rethinking the whole thing. So basically, if you see like, you know, whoa, let's see, pretzels are on sale. You're going to like fill the van with them okay? because you just can't. If it's a good deal, we're eating pretzels yeah. forever. Don't give this lady a card to Costco. <laughs> ever. Sounds like Nick with the soy sauce, for God's sakes. We're three for $10 or whatever. A mother and father from Pennsylvania have each donated a kidney to their two sons. This is pretty interesting. The mother gave a kidney to her 17-year-old son, and the father gave a kidney to his 28-year-old brother. So each son ended up needed a kidney, and the parents were matches, and so it was a family event. It's pretty inspiring, a happy story once in a while, and the kids are doing well, and so are the parents. Yeah, well, the father was kind of between a rock and a hard place. You got to figure that. Because, okay, figure this. The younger brother needs a kid. Okay, let's go with dark side. Okay. Who's older? Dark side or light side? I forgot. My brother's older. Okay. So, baby dark side, as they like to call him, needs a kidney. Uh huh. Mom steps up to the plate. She coughs up a kidney. What a wonderful thing. Everybody mm -hmm. loving, how caring, how tender. Several years later, older brother Darkside needs a kidney. Now, mom can't give up another one because she's got one. All eyes turn to pops. Mm. You think he's got to, what's he going to do? Nah, I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> he labels scumbag for the rest of his life. It's really, you really got no choice at that boy. You got to be, oh, sure, yeah, of course. What are you kidding? My boy, I've got, I'm there for you, son. Yeah, sure. You got no, no choice. No choice. Well, we talked earlier this year about the fact that Mr. Rogers was retiring from his neighborhood, and I just wanted to give you an update. The last episode that was taped in December will air sometime in August, Nick. So you want to keep an eye out for that I will. on your local PBS station. But don't so worry. Little, he's putting his little tennis shoes on there. Most stations will continue running the library of more than 300 episodes. And more good news is that Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, will keep a steady agenda. Right now he's working on the narration for a traveling planetarium show called The Sky Above, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And there are also several books and educational guides for teachers and frequent speaking engagements. He is also working on a website for kids and another that doles out advice for adults. He and Bozo, the hardest working men in children's television. And Bozo's retiring this year as well. Yeah, heard about I that? heard that. I heard that. Mr. Rogers yes. is more famous than Bozo, though, right? Do you really think so? <laughs> yeah. Don't you think Ronald McDonald is a complete rip of Bozo? I have to totally tell you. stole Bozo's thing. I'm not all that familiar with Bozo. Was Bozo not here in Connecticut? I don't think so. No, Bozo was here. He was? Yeah, Bozo was huge. Well, what did Bozo do? Where would I have seen him? You would have seen him on TV. He had like a little talent show. He had kids come up on the stage. I don't he know that. Throwing the ping pong You're ball You're from in the Massachusetts. <laughs> yeah, first of all, some interesting things about Bozo. First of all, it was never... Um, a na it was never nationally syndicated in the traditional way. Every area or region had their own bozo. I don't think we had one, Nick. Mm -hmm. Not that I remember. Of course, my memory is sort of sketchy sometimes, but I, I don't remember bozo at all. I never saw it either. Did you know Willard Scott was the first bozo in Washington, D.C.? <laughs> I had no idea, but I, That's I a fact. don't find that to be a stretch. That's a fact? Wow. Did you know 
recently. Bozo taped his last show because Chicago's the last market he's in. I heard that. And I do remember hearing about that. None other than Billy Corrigan, who had been on the Bozo show when he was 11, came down and jammed, played a Bob Dylan song forever young for Bozo. Wow. <laughs> right now, the most recent Bozo in D.C. is uh, W. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't wear the suit or anything. Keeping the tradition alive. <laughs> Bozo will never die. Bozo will never die. As long as W's got something to say about it. Okay. Uh, all right. This is the deal. We're going to take a break. And we got the feud coming up. Big time. All right. But first things first. WWF Invasion is coming to AT&T Cox in-demand pay-per-view. It's only $29.95, and it's happening this Sunday, July 22nd. I know that I'll be watching, especially with my new coupon book. <laughs> Where'd you get a coupon book? They sent it at appreciation for the efforts I've made. You don't even need the coupons. You're flush. I know. That's, that's the way it happens. But you know that? That's when you need the, way, the coupons, they don't give them to you. This is the way people who have money keep their money. It's because some of them are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Doris, Not you, D. Does I want a coupon? Yeah, that'd be nice. You don't even have cable. What is it, for pay-per-view? Yeah. I got paper. I oh, have you cable, do? yeah. You have to have the box. Get, do you have the box? In the trailers. I'll spread, I'll spread the share the wealth. Who wants a coupon? <laughs> Beth, yeah, you want a, a coupon? I don't have the box. You, you want one? on the ox bay. This is something we should talk about off the air. <laughs> <laughs> you mean that I can go down to cable headquarters and get one? Right. Of course. <laughs> Dark side, got any nude pictures of your mom? <laughs> you want one? Want one? Uh, <laughs> it's an old <laughs> Nick, you don't have an apartment. <laughs> so I re no, I returned my cable box yesterday. I share the coupon books. I'm, I'm, I'm easy with that. You know? Of course. Anyway, I know Sean wants to watch. You got cable? No. <laughs> Sean doesn't have... This is so sad, but Sean doesn't have a phone. Yeah, I can't afford one anymore. Dude. When he was late for work one day, we had no way to call him. Yeah. No cell phone. <laughs> can't no afford apartment cable. phone. <laughs> can't afford a phone. Can't afford cable. <laughs> Paula says she feels bad. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, she's going to call you on one of her cell phones. To let you know. <laughs> yes. She's going to post a note. No, there's a note posted on the board. Uh, everybody, I feel bad about uh, Sean Psycho. I mean, what if you had to call... Dark Side's plight. What if you had to call 911? Sincerely, Paula, GM. You just yell out the window. Yes. 911! Yes, I'm up the You're up on the your own, dude. Paddle. That's right. You're up x Ring Creek, as they say. Anyway, here's the deal, though. We've got WWF Invasion prize packs to give away each day this week, each morning. What we're doing is playing a... Previous interview we done with the WWF superstar. If you correctly identify this WWF superstar, you will win the prize pack, which includes an Invasion T-shirt, an Invasion flag, and a water bottle. And the kicker is, your name will then go into the hat. You'll be one of five people who have a chance for the grand prize, a year's supply of WWF pay-per-view, and a collector's edition WWF invasion chair, which you can either sit in or beat your family member with. It's your choice. The choice awesome. is yours. It's <laughs> awesome. Probably a folding chair. It's awesome. Okay? So, uh, anyways, right now, we'll play you the clue. Check it out. This is an interview we did a little while back. 
And if you can identify, well, the phones, are these phones lit up? Get these people off the phones. That's cheating. You're sitting there on hold and, and, and then calling. I know you want the damn thing. Here we go. Identify the person. Call 860-666-4444. How are you? Hello. You know, I, I got to be frank with you. My producer, Nick, has been making some disparaging remarks about you. Really? Well, they're based solely on your physical appearance. I'm saying, you know, can a woman be attractive and be feminine without... People uh, assuming that she's got nothing else to offer except her looks. That's right, damn it. You know, when you come in and you apply for a manager's job, they don't say, oh, she's got a great rack. They say, can she help me with my career decisions? Exactly. They say, can you help me with my career decisions and she's got a great rack and uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's the one-two punch right there. If you can have both, of course. But that is the screening process for internships here. All right. Let's, Sean and Nick do it. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get a win. I've noticed. <laughs> let's get a winner on the line right now. And uh, uh, we're, we're going to take the call because we've got to clear these phone lines. And because uh, there's going to be time to play the feud. And I know you want to participate in the feud today with the feud. We are giving away Nick. Decenona Radio Prize Packs. Which include... D. Snyder Radio D-Day 2 hat. We have the CD. We have the autographed uh, picture of the whole group here. Good stuff. And, okay. a, and a Euro sticker. And yes. And uh, Matt from Enfield won. The answer was Trish Stratus. So everybody else, get off the phone lines. And if you want to join the feud, you want to participate in the fun, you think uh, you might be able to win a prize pack, give us a call. 860. You better clear these lines, man. Dark said clear those lines out. 860-666-4444 so you can join the feud. It's coming up next on D. Snyder Radio. This is Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Making music that means something. D. Snyder Radio. You may not love me now, but I can try, try, try. On Radio 104. I can't sell this, man. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. What is there to talk about? Oh, let's go. oh we're not gonna take it. Starting to sound like somebody we know. On Radio 104. Mm, tomorrow on D. Tomorrow on D. Snyder Radio. <laughs> It's the fitness, the president's fitness challenge. Nick versus Sean. Possibly versus Cody, my 11-year-old son. <laughs> my money's on Cody. Who recently got the presidential patch. I'm very proud of him. That's not fair in the flexibility contest. I'll say that you right You mean away. the reach? How flexible are you? Yeah. Yeah, but I it'll mean, be funny. I mean, 11. It'll be funny. <laughs> Nick, you're just competing He's, against yourself. He said to me, Dad, is that guy Sean fat? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, that's because he can't do sit-ups or anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's going after you, Sean. He's calling you out. So, uh... Tomorrow you want to tune in for that. To that end, by the way, Diesel Doug says he's got 20 bucks on Sean. And we should have Doc be on hand in case Nick coughs up a lung. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but D D Diesel Doug, do you know my son was going to be there now? Now who do you got? Cody, the 11-year-old who's won the presidential patch? Or are these two, one of these two losers? How can anyone pick Sean over me? I mean, that's ridiculous. Even though I haven't... 
done any kind of physical You can activity. be heavy and be in shape. Yeah. That is a proven fact. We just did a story on that yesterday. Look at the refrigerator Perry. Yeah. You can be heavy and be in shape and thin and be out of shape. Mm. That was, I think, how this whole thing started, that story. Oh, did it? Yeah, it might have started. It was one of your news stories. Your news stories start all the problems. Well. You are such a pot stirrer. Fresh Frankie wrote in. He's just been thinking about your story about the possibility of a chicken market in Waterbury. Yes. And he says he remembers a market in downtown Waterbury right up there until the early 60s. Frankie's yeah. like my age. There used to be one. The story said that it had been 30 years since they'd had one, so that sounds right. He says, you know, it's really much better for both the consumer and the chicken. This is not, this, this is not a usual funny Frankie letter, except to his tag at the end. Freshly slaughtered chickens taste better are healthier for you, cost less, have less chance of contamination compared with the foul packaged by huge processing plants. We've heard so many mm -hmm. stories about that. You never know how long the chicken you buy at the supermarket has been sitting in the coolers. The chickens also have a slightly better quality of life in these small markets versus thousands being jammed into enormous industrial coops with no room to even turn around. You know, I mean, people are against it, but mm -hmm. uh, I didn't even think about those aspects. Makes sense. It is healthier. I mean, there's a lot of problems with the processing and, and, the, and the, the fecal matter. We I mean, hear these horrible stories. Where do you think that comes from? It's the processing mm -hmm. plants. I don't know what to do with it, though, the whole dead chicken. Do yeah, that's a bitch. Put it into nice little breast packages and tender loins? I don't think so. At best, tenders? you're going to get it with the you know fe feathers and guts taken out of it and stuff. Oh, I don't want that. Um, Unfortunately, he said the market will not be allowed to open from pressure from, from local re residents. He says he's not one for conspiracy theories, but last week he was on the green in downtown Waterbury, and he swears he spotted Frank Perdue coming out of the WMCA. The WMCA? YMCA? Is that the YWCA? Uh. I think it means the YMCA. Nick, hmm. Frank Perdue, YMCA, chickens not being allowed in Waterbury. Sure. I saw Frank Perdue at Bradley Airport once. Did you? Mm -hmm. He was on a mission. Mm -hmm. He's dead, isn't he? I think he's alive. I think his son has just taken over the business. Oh, okay. And lastly, uh, Ignaps reacting to On the Road with Mudbone says, Where was Mudbone before my trip to Japan? I just assumed that Godzilla was a movie effect and screwed myself out of a once-in-a-lifetime chance to see him up close. And I never once placed my box cutter on the table in any of the restaurants I visited. Mm. I'm lucky they didn't spit in my sushi. How do you know they didn't, Ignaps? At least I think they didn't. <laughs> okay, he's answering my questions. But most of all, I'm really upset to learn that for a few bucks more, I could have gotten the extra special massage from the geisha. I believe they're called geish hoes in that case. Oh, well, at least I know for next time. There you go, Ignaps. Well, next time, ask Mudbone. And before we get into the few, the listeners are on, on hold. They're ready to go. Let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan. All right. In my hands, I hold four tight questions. <laughs> <laughs> I think we are ready to do the feud. Do the feud. It's time for the feud. The Snyder Radio. Family feud. So you used to write lyrics. Yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> oh, good. You know, it's that and my big, my big number on this show. What do we learn today? Yeah, yeah. Good I'm stuff. harkening back to the blues days. So they repeat the same line mm -hmm. over and over several times. Anyways, in case you don't know how this is done, each week we post a couple of some questions online at radio104.com on our Peeps poll. We ask you to go there all week long, answer the questions. So we have a nice sampling. 
We take the top three answers, we post them on the board. Number one answer is worth two points, and number two and three answers are worth a point apiece. We go around Robin, starting with the big loser from the week before, and ending with the big winner. But we always let the listeners go first. And you listeners, what do you play for? Well, here at the station, we play for our dignity. And who doesn't have to wear the bra of shame, like Beth. And uh, But out there in the audience, you're playing for a decent radio prize pack, which today includes the commemorative CD. Yeah. It's fabulous. The D-Day 2 hat, limited edition. Autograph photo by all of us. And, of course, the D-Euro sticker. It's obligatory. So let's start out. We'll talk to Chris from Derby. He's number first online. Chris, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. Okay, man. So here's the question. Hundreds of D-Signer Radio listeners were polled. They were asked, Chris, what risque board game activity will Beth partake in at her bachelorette party? Now, we can assume at Beth's bachelorette party, she's getting married soon. There's not going to be any male strippers. So they'll probably just play board games. Okay. What crazy, wild game will she play? Pin the tail on the male exotic stripper poster. Oh, Pin the tail me. on the male exotic <laughs> stripper poster. <laughs> Loving that. Isn't it pin the speedo? All right, let's see if it's up there. Survey says no, but I like that answer. Yeah. Hey, uh, write right that one down, yeah. Nick. Yeah. Sean, was that anywhere on there? No. Oh, I'm sorry, Chris, no. but that was a good answer, man. All right. Better luck next time. Well, <clears throat> big loser, Beth. Mm -hmm. It's going to be your bachelorette party. What crazy wild games do you think you'll be playing? Naked Twister. Naked Twister. <laughs> Just with the girls? Hey. Wow. Woo! It's a bachelorette party. Is it warm in here? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> show, show me Naked Twister. Well, I should just had Twister, but I don't, think, I don't think anybody was thinking naked. It said risque. Nick, put your hands on the table where I can see them. All right, yeah, number two answer. 23% uh. of the listeners said you'd be playing Twister. Dark Side Dave. Two more answers on the board. What risque board game activity will Beth partake in at her bachelorette party? Uh, the game of life. Life. Yeah. I like the game of life. Yeah. Because you get married, you can have kids, you get the little car, and you fill it up, and you drive around. I always liked life. Let's see. That's that's That gets pretty wild toward the end. Yeah. Ooh, it's a mad rush for that finish line. <laughs> Who's going to do good? You know? It's just <laughs> very tense. Show me life! Uh, nope. 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 Sean, was it there? It was more towards the bottom of the towards list. The okay, not a lot. Well, Nick, you were the big winner last week. The big wiener, as we like to say. Hey, let me ask you a question. It has to be board game? All I'm saying is it says what risque board game yeah. activity. Well, it does I mean, specify. Twisters doesn't technically have a board. So, you know, something you can get at the toy aisle, the game uh, aisle, I guess. Hmm. What about doing weird things with chutes and ladders? <laughs> doing weird things with chutes and ladders. Yeah. Or you could call it, like, shots and something. Hmm. Shots and squats. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It sounds dirty. All right. And it rhymes. Show me show me shoots and ladders. No, sir. You're wrong. No shoots and ladders, Sean, anywhere. Number nine. Angela from Bristol. By the way, Psycho, I like what you do with the capitalization the second time around. Very cool. Thank you for not looking. See, Dorset Dave, 
could have just looked at the answers and he blocked it rather oh, than Oh, he's just doing that yeah. to play up a little bit. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got Angela from Bristol on the phone. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. So here we go, right? Best get married. Probably going to have a crazy bachelorette party. And what, do you, what risque board game activity do you think Beth will partake in? Well, it's not exactly a board game, but I'm going to say strip poker. Strip poker. Yeah. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hey, ladies! <laughs> Show me that strip poker. No. It's, hey, it's a lady. It's a lady. They're all ladies. And Nick. Uh, Sean, was that anywhere there? That was. It was number six. Nah, Angela, well, close, but no cigar. Better luck next time, all right? And keep listening. I'm going to say, keeping the risque theme going, Dirty Word Scrabble. Dirty Word Scrabble. Is there a Dirty Word Scrabble? You guys don't think board games can be fun. There's not, but you can make up your own rules. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've got... Sodomy for 27. <laughs> I'm using the Y. I'm using the Y. <laughs> Show me that dirty word, Scrabble. No. Mm. No, no, Sean. Uh, Scrabble was up there, but not dirty word, Scrabble. Uh, more specific. Uh, that's specific. Dark Side Dave, two more answers on the board and the number one answer, I mind you, so you could get a part. A part. I'm going to say uh, Strip uh, Monopoly. Strip. Monopoly. How would you play strip Monopoly? Um, Maybe instead of going to jail, you have to take off some clothes. Right. Yeah, but you would, that doesn't happen all that often. I'm sure there's ways around it. I'm sure there's ways you can figure it out. You can wait, there's some way to corrupt it. Like, you know, if you land on somebody else's instead of paying them, you know, oh, you there have you to go. fess up an article of clothing. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, mm-hmm. strip Monopoly. All right. Survey says... Monopoly, number one answer, not strip monopoly. Uh, seems like the listeners went a little yeah. more straight, traditional. 28% of the listeners said they're going to play a crazy, kooky, wild game of Monopoly at best. Bachelor. I will tell you what, I don't like Monopoly. Get on, it's long. It takes forever. I always give up and give away my money. Have you played Speed Monopoly? No. Oh, it's good. It's good. What you do is mix up the deck of properties, mm-hmm. deal them out at the beginning of the uh, game. That's a good idea. Then start. So everybody's got it, because then mm-hmm. immediately you can start trading and negotiating, immediately start building. Good idea. It really accelerates the game. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little, some little suggestion, just throw it out there. I know who I'm having in my bachelorette party. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I know how to get crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <If we> want... <laughs> All right. Uh, Nick, you got one last shot here, okay? Um, I'm going to go with uh, <laughs> sex trivial pursuit. <laughs> Sex. Trivial Pursuit. Is there a sex edition? I'll bet there is. I don't know if there is or not. I'm not sure. That would be a great seller. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In like these lingerie shops or dirty shops, there's a whole bunch of questions that were sexually oriented. Yeah. All right? Yeah, it's a good idea. Let's see if it's there. Survey changing! No. Trivial Pursuit? No. No, the number three answer. Should I give the listener a chance? What do you think? Yeah. Okay, go for it. I'll go for Mindy from Bristol. Mindy, I'll give you a shot. What do you think? One more answer on the board. What risque board game activity will Beth partake in at her bachelorette party? D, I think she's going to play Candyland. Candyland. (laughs) Mindy, I like the way you think. How you doing? Show me that Candyland, baby. 
No. Ah, was that on the board? That was on the board. Look at, at the that. Bottom of the list. You were there, Mindy, but just didn't just didn't happen. All right. Well, well played. Nice to try, but no prize for you. The is number three answer. Board? No. Mm. The listeners definitely. This was a sardonic question, no doubt. You guys, the fact that it's a bachelorette party where drinking and <laughs> strippers are supposed to be, and that you're playing board games, Beth. Mm -hmm. They went with the flow. The number three answer was chess. Eighteen <laughs> percent. So you see, it was chess, straight twister, straight monopoly. It wasn't stripping stuff, was it, John? Well, they were. They were actually specific. There were some listeners that put in strip monopoly. Did you include those in the monopoly answer? Uh, yes, I did. Oh, okay, that yeah. was a wise thing to do. Yeah. So, what other kinds of board games did they see Beth playing? Uh, they also had uh, Truth or Dare. They thought this mm. she might be playing that. Uh, then a couple. See, that that might be played. Yeah. At a bachelorette party because that gets a little risque. We got girl talk. It was just a girl <laughs> sitting down, chit chatting. <laughs> all right. Uh, scruples. Spin the bottle. With all girls. Yeah, I guess. Guys. So. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. No. We actually, we do that right after we have the uh, pillow, pillow fight. fight in our teddies. Yeah, and uh, then yeah. we play uh, Spin the Bottle and Two Minutes in the Closet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And finally, Yahtzee and Checkers. It's a new game coming out. Uh, Skeleton in the Closet. And uh, that's where the girls' true confessions they come out. But uh, I don't know if that's going to be played at Best Party. Okay. You ready for the second question, people? Should I start with a listener again? Yeah. Why not? Brad from Windsor's on the phone. All right, Brad, how you doing this morning? Great. Okay. Are you ready for your question? Yep. Okay. Now listen to this. Thousands of D. Snyder Radio listeners were polled. They were asked, hypothetically, this is a hypothetical question, Brad. If Sean were to get his whole head stuck up my ass. Oh, <laughs> you know, while he's brown nosing, let's say he was able to get it actually in there. <laughs> What do you think he'd see up there, Brad? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, D, we, we were on in on the making of, of these questions this time. No, we miss, missed that session. Brad, what do you think? I'll say you'll see uh, Nick up there. What? You'll see <laughs> Nick. What? Blazing the trail of brown nosing. Yeah, you know what? I think you might be right about that. Survey says... Number one answer, my friend. What was that? 24% of the listeners said, Nick, he would see Nick up there already. <laughs> what? Saying, get your own ass to climb in. All right, you got a prize pack, Brad, with the uh, D-Day 2 CD, the D-Day 2 hat, and the pictures and all that stuff, all right? Excellent. Thank you. Good for you. Hold on a second, and we'll get all your information. All right, there you go. See, what that's how it's that? done. That's how it's done, Mr. Weisenheimer. Mm. And I know that was probably your question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been. <laughs> such a ridiculous question. I don't even know what to say about it. Yeah, I'll Beth, say, it's your turn. Um, that old bone from the Stay Hungry cover. <laughs> oh. Ow. Ow. How'd that get there? How'd that get there? What the hell? All right. Show me that huge bone. No. Was it on a... Please take that out of my ass. <laughs> Was that on the list? No, I didn't see that anywhere. Like your imagination. Uh... Dark side, Dave. Well, now that the obvious was taken, I guess I'm going to have to go with hemorrhoids. Uh, the hemorrhoids. The hemorrhoids. The old friend. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the remnants of the one. Probably a hemorrhoidal scar. 
You know, just uh, something, a little weak spot in the wall, so to speak, of my sphincter. Yeah. All right. <laughs> literal, don't take this literally, anybody, but uh, show me my roid. <laughs> Number two answer, 22% of listeners said, Sean would see my hemorrhoid if he stuck his head up my ass. <laughs> so silly. All right, one more answer on the board, Nick. I think this is going to be a tough one to get, but I'll give you a hint. Yeah. 16% of the listeners agreed that Sean would see this mm. if his head was able to get all the way up my ass. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Doc B's wedding ring. <laughs> Doc B's wedding ring. Yeah, probably. You're assuming he's my proctologist. <laughs> Doc B. Doc, Doc B is not my proctologist. I've got a rule. I can't know the person personally. They're going to stick their finger in my butt. Okay? We can't have a relationship. Oh, well, maybe this was just a little thing. Yeah. On, did, you feel kind of, did you feel connection when you saw Doc B at D-Day? Sure. You shared something. You guys oh, yeah. shared a moment. Yeah. The three of you had the menage <laughs> with your butt. <laughs> okay. Show me Doc B's wedding band. No, 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 no. All right. We'll go one more time around the horn because some pretty um, funny freaking answers. Now we got to go to a listener. Oh, Luke right. from Newington. Luke, good morning. Morning. There's one more answer here on the board. It's a tough answer to get, though, but... The question was, hypothetically, if Sean were to get his whole head stuck up my ass while he was brown-nosing, what would he see up there, Luke? Uh, himself. He would see himself up there. <laughs> Some strange space-time continuum thing, I guess. <laughs> Good Lord! Okay. <laughs> All right, hold on a second. Show me himself already there some <laughs> somehow luke i like the way you uh, think. i mean if you can suspend your imagination enough to believe that sean is completely there <laughs> yeah. it's not too far of a stretch that he'd already be there what? <laughs> no it's it's not great scott <laughs> well in that case you may see the uh, actual car from back to the future in there as well <laughs> all right that's one more chance for you. All right, I'm just going to say some sort of weird reverse angle of these nuts. These <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh. Ow. laughs> nuts. I'm going to guess that that's not the answer. I'm on the inside. Okay. <laughs> some weird reverse angle. Like. The Invisible Man of these Nuts. Remember that statue with the invisible? They sold everything inside. Show me some weird reverse angle of my, my nuts. No. Dark said, Dave, stop yawning. Sorry. Ooh, smack the tattoo. Yeah. Sorry, dude. You might got something on the paper there now. Yeah, a little blue. All right. I'm going to say, go for the obvious crap. <laughs> 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 Let's be real, people. Tristan told he couldn't even breathe if he was in there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Show me my own crap. <laughs> was that on there? Yeah, towards the bottom of the list, though. <laughs> was it some reverse, weird reverse angle of my nuts on there, by the way? Uh, yeah, actually, it came out to be number four. <laughs> See, so you weren't that crazy. Yeah. They put the inside of these nuts. Last shot, Nicholas Wentino. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna go with uh, 
Mark the animal Mendoza's foot. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, I snapped it off at the angle, too. All right. Survey says. No. Sean, was that there? No. All right. Number three answer. It was a tough one, but if you think about it, Spandex. <laughs> Some leftover rotted 80s spandex. That's a good answer. That was a tight fit back then. You know, some of those things had suspenders, pulled it woo, right up there. Yeah, number two answer was my hemorrhoid with 22%, and Nick was the number one answer with 24% of the vote. What other answers were on that board there? Um, well, of course, we had the inside of these knots. We also had Paul Stanley, Gene Simmons, <laughs> the mullet, the Digo. Fishnet stockings and Nick's bottle. Wait, wait. Okay, all right. Well, you know what? Let's get a uh, let's get a score here. Where do we stand? Uh, right now, Dark Side surprise, surprise leads the way with three, followed Whoa. by the listeners with two, the Beth with one, and Nick has zero. Nick <laughs> is coveting your brazier. That's Lockwood. <laughs> <laughs> the bra of shame, of course. <laughs> he covets it. Okay, coming back. Got a couple more questions. We got listeners on hold. And uh, I'll tell you, we got a question regarding my old band, Twisted Sister. And one regarding Dark Side's ass. Again? Can't go wrong with Dark Side's ass. That's evergreen. <laughs> it's ever brown. <laughs> it's ever brown. So stick around for more of the feud on D Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder Radio. I've had the pleasure of listening to you talk. D. Snyder. I seen him go nuts. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 666-4444. On Radio 104. Gotten the word already. Nick and Sean are facing off tomorrow in the President's Fitness Challenge. <laughs> we haven't finally decided whether or not to further their humiliation by bringing in my 11 year old Cody, who's in town and who got the patch and the certificate from W with his printed on signature. Not printed, like hand printed. A stamp? Stamp, you know, it's like one off. Now we probably can't get any of those, but maybe we can get. Was Jesse the class president? No. You can get some other kind of president to sign you guys' certificates. Right. President of... Why don't we get, like, uh... Maybe president of Clear Channel. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Would uh, that do it? Yeah, do you that find that like, inspiring? <laughs> it'd be cool if Paula did it. Yeah. Paula, the GM of the station? Yeah. That's a, you know, it's a huge name. Get a big stamp from the GM saying... You're in shape and you work at Clear Channel. Oh, cool. Good for you. You're in shape and you work at Clear <laughs> yeah. Channel. Not financial shape, of course. We're talking about physical shape. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, the listeners are on the phone. They're waiting to do the feud. We got a new next questions to go, but we need a traffic update. Psycho, what's going on? Well, uh, I didn't tell you that if I haven't told you, Luke and Murphy Jensen, tennis players, tag. Is it a tag team or what do you call Doubles. it? You call it tag team. <laughs> well, they've got this whole wrestling kind of vibe about them. Yeah. That's why I keep thinking tag team. Doubles, tennis, pros extraordinaire. They're in town and they're here promoting the Fox Force Pro Tennis in Hartford. Is that going on all week? It's going on, it's like three weeks, but different nights, that kind of thing. And they're playing the McEnroe Brothers? Tonight, yeah. Tonight. 
We'll see what they have to say about that. I think it's, it's, I'm pretty sure that it's packed house, but I wouldn't think it's going to be a great time. Yeah. Okay. So that's happening tonight, but they're coming in a little while, but right now we got to get back into the thick of things. It's the few. Okay. Well, you know how this goes. We got our survey questions from our uh, peeps poll at Radio104.com. And we've got the top three answers on the board. Number one answer is worth two points. Two and three answers are worth a point apiece. Alyssa's on the phone. They're playing. While we here are playing for our dignity, they are playing for D-Sunday Radio prize pack. Let us go to Eric from Hamden. Good morning, Eric. Good morning. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Okay, here's the question. Hundreds of thousands of D. Snyder Radio listeners were polled. They were asked, who is the one person in the world that could get Twisted Sister to reunite and perform together again? Eric, top three answers on the board. Oh, uh, let me think. I'm going to have to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Mark the Animal. Mark the Animal Mendoza. Okay, he went with reality-based answer, and that's where you fell short there, because uh, none of my listeners ever think realistically speaking, do they? (laughs) Nice try, Eric, all right? But uh, better luck next time. Well, I'm going to go with his given name, which I believe is John Bongiovi. John Bongiovi. (laughs) Just keep that on hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how John Bongiovi could get the band back together, but survey says number one answer. All right. Well, if he wanted, if he wanted you guys to open. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Shout I mean, to the heart. Yeah. You're to I mean, Bon Jovi. If he wanted you to open for you guys, a bad name. Yeah. Of course, that's what I meant. If he wanted to open for you guys. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> okay. Am I fired? Not too long. <laughs> 27% of the people said John Bon Jovi, for some bizarre reason, could get the band back together. He's a powerful man. Dark side, Dave. Dick Clark. Oh. Again, reality base. What if Dick gives us the high sign? People say, what do you mean, Dick Clark? Well, uh, there's been some hubbub about rocking New Year's Eve. Bringing in New Year's Eve. I want to rock! <laughs> Full on. Billion people watch that thing. I said yesterday that I would consider that. Show me Dick Clark! Yeah. <laughs> no. Now, was he on there, Sean? Yeah, towards the bottom of the list. Towards the bottom. Late, late entry. Nick Lantino. Hmm. So, what was the one person in the world that you think could get Twisted to perform together again? Well... Seems like a job for Gene Simmons. Well, Gene from Kiss, I don't uh, think that would work out. I don't think it would work out too well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how that would work out myself, but uh, let me see. Show me Gene! No, no. Where was that on the list? So close. Number four. Four. Uh. Four. Oh. Oh. Let's go to a listener. Booyah. From, from Madison is on the phone. Is this Puja? Puja. Puja, I love that name. Thanks. Puja, that's beautiful. Um, I thought it was Puja. Isn't there a band called the Puja Tribe? 
Puya. Oh, it's P U S P U Y A. That's P U J A. No, no, I'm just talking about the band Puya. Puya. Tri- anyway, Puja. Okay, so Puja, who do you think is the one person in the world that could get Twisted Sister, my old band, to reunite and perform together again, Puja? I was born in '88, so I'm not quite sure. Your instincts are as good as anybody's, quite honestly. <laughs> um, you know what? I'll give her. I'm going to give her another. Another question. You want to hold? I'll give you another question. Yeah. Okay, you hold on. I'll All put right. you on hold, Pusha. She was born in 88. That makes her... The year I graduated high school. Okay. Let's talk to Joe from Middletown. Joe? Yeah. Two answers on the board, Joe. Who is the one person in the world the listeners think could get Twisted Sister reunited and performing again? I think Pee Wee Herman might call you back for a gift mm. <laughs> Pee Wee for Pee Wee's Big Adventure 2? Yep. Uh, you know, now you're thinking, Joe. Now you're thinking. Survey says no. Was oh. T was T Way on there? Nowhere on the no, list. No, but wow. I, I'll tell you, that's something to think about. But thanks for trying, man. Joe almost had it. Okay. Hmm. Beth Lockwood, two answers on the board. Well, I know Gene Simmons didn't work, but I'm still gonna stick with that theme and say Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley, <laughs> the star child. Yeah. Maybe he could sprinkle a little fairy dust on us and uh, we would reunite. <laughs> he might. He's got plenty to spare. Survey says, yes, ma'am. Number two answer, 20% of the people said Paul Stanley, star child, <laughs> could get the van back together. <laughs> One more answer on the board. It's the number two answer. Dark side, I'll give you a hint. 24% of the listeners said. Oh, big hint. Uh... Well, it's a consensus. Oh, I'll tell you one other hint. It's not Henry Kissinger. <laughs> <laughs> Does that help you? C.C. DeVille. C.C. Come on, C.C. Dude, have you guys gotten a hold of him? I called and left two messages with him so far. I'm doing House of Hair, and I see a news item that C.C. is apparently upset with the band because he's getting less money than Ricky Rocket and Brett Michaels. The drummer? Yes. So you know what he's doing? Wearing a sandwich board during their meet and greets that says handshake $2, <laughs> photo $2, signature $2 as a protest. Good he's charging people. He should not be getting less than a drama. Uh, that is no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. Yes, I said, we got to get him on the phone and get to the bottom of that. All right, so uh, where did I leave off? I'm sorry, I got side. C.C. DeVille. C.C. DeVille, that was from you, Dark Side Day. Yeah. Okay, well, now show me that old C.C. magic. Um, no, that ain't going to cut it, dude. Damn. Nick. <sighs> One answer on the board. Last shot. I'm going to go with uh, Suzette. Suzette. Yeah. Like if she ordered him to do it? She said, gee, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if, if she asked you to put the band back together, I think you'd do it. Uh, put the band back together. She certainly has influence. Yeah. Always has. Been around since practically day one. Yeah. I joined in February of 76. I met her April 15th of 76. A couple months later. So it's, uh, it would be a good answer. So uh, show me my lovely bride. Number two answer, my friend. That's Ooh, right. Suzette awesome. got 24% of the vote. Paul Stanley at 20%. Number three, John Bajovi <laughs> at 27% of the vote. <laughs> Who else is on that list there, Sean? Uh, we had Al Gore. <laughs> Tipper Gore. <laughs> the Gores. The Devil. 
Um, only you can make up your. Only you can decide that. D. Beth made the list. Wow. Alice Cooper, Mick yes. Foley, D's legally insane friend Mako, <laughs> Regis, and El Guapo. Who's <laughs> <laughs> El Guapo? Is that a Relief picture, picture on from the, the Red Sox? The Red no, Sox. No. El Guapo from Three Amigos. Three Amigos. Oh. Yeah, but that's why they call the relief pitcher El Guapo. No. The handsome, yeah. loosely translated. <laughs> hey, good morning, my bone. All right, well, we got number four question mm. on here, ladies and gentlemen. If you're ready, fasten your five-point safety harness. We got Eric from West Hartford on the phone. Good morning, West Eric. Good morning, Dee. How are you? Doing good. I'm a little concerned about your phone connection there. That's uh, all right. Okay, good. I hope so. All right. Millions of Dee Snyder Radio listeners were polled. They were asked, Eric, what does Darkseid use to scratch his ass when he's in the trailer? You know, in the trailer, he's hanging around. He's got an ass itch. <laughs> what is what? What household implement or thing around the house do people think he uses? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with a shotgun, D. Shotgun. It's long. It's got good reach. It's got the sight. Of course, Star Side always makes sure it's unloaded. Show me that shotgun. Oh, no, Eric. Good answer, though. Was that on the list there, Sean? Yeah, it was at the bottom. Oh, uh, well, you're, you're, you're not completely insane, Eric. Keep listening. That's Lockwood. Over to you. I'm going to say that he just um, <laughs> yeah. reaches on under his foot and scratches with his toenails. Which might explain the fungi. And the brown discoloration. Yeah. Is he that flexible? <laughs> no, the nails are that long. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> toenails. <laughs> what, 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 he what probably what you, mutters to himself. What, what was he saying over there? I don't know. What was that thing you always say? Serenity <gasps> now? Serenity was that now? serenity yeah. now you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Show me his extravagantly long toenails. No, 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 it was not on the list. Sean, was um, that anywhere? Of course it was. It was towards the bottom, but uh. listeners know. Well, Dark Side Dave, <laughs> only you are in that trailer when you're sitting there. No one's looking. You got an ass itch. You can't reach. What do you reach uh, for, pal? I'm going to say the antlers. The old antlers. Yeah. Hey, that's what they use for in the wild. Well, not ass scratching, but they, <laughs> but they scratch with them yeah. and stuff. So uh, let me see. Survey says. Yeah, that's right, baby. Number two answer. 21% of the people said Darkside uses antlers to scratch his ass. Yeah. Hmm. Nick Lentino, two answers on the board. I'm going to say he uses um, his... Uh... Oh, before you answer... I want to let you know, this is just, you know, trying to give you a little hint here. Connor was not one of the top three answers. <laughs> okay. So let me think again. The boy. I'm going to go. Boy, with... reach back there and grab a hold of that thing and give it a shake, would you? No, <laughs> 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 nope, nope, a little lower. There you go. I'm going to go with, um... I'm gonna go with his uh, his pipe, like a marijuana pipe. Yeah, the bong. Yeah, <laughs> water pipe, the hookah, yeah. whatever. Okay, it's another use. Show me the pipe. 
No, no, not there. Was it on the list? Believe it or not, it was like more towards the bottom of the list. Was Connor on there? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> See, good. that's all, all good. Right. Michelle I, wouldn't allow it. I knew it wasn't top three. Well, now it's time for Pooja to put up or shut up. Pooja from Madison. Good morning, Pooja. Hi. I'm giving you another shot. All right. Okay, so millions of D-Sider radio listeners were asked, what does Darkseid use to scratch his ass? Is when he he's just, like, sitting in his trailer? Yes, when he's, like, hanging around in his trailer. No one else is there? No one's there. It's in the privacy of his trailer. His fork. I don't know. Oh, his fork? Well, I think that's a very good answer. I mean, you're sitting there. You're eating potatoes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, and then you got an itch. Nasty. What do you do? You take the last potato off the fork, you reach back, you scratch it, and you keep eating. Oh. Makes sense to me. All right. Show me that fork. No, but I bet it was on the list. Number six. No, see? You're, you're not insane, Pooja. So, uh, well, you tried. Keep listening, girl. One more time around the horn. Two more answers on... on yeah, two more answers mm. on the board. Number one answer is still there. It's multifunctional. It's a toothbrush. The old toothbrush. Brush, scratch. Brush, scratch. Do you do it at the same time? Darkside, while you're there, brush <laughs> it. Once in a little reach around, never hurt nobody. <laughs> scratch, 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 scratch. Scratch, 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 scratch. All right. We were talking about this all week. That would seem to be a good answer. So, survey says... Number one answer, 23% of the listeners said he uses his tooth, his teeth, his tooth, singular brush. All right. One more answer on the board. Nick, you can use this point. Hmm. Do we skip Dark Side? Yeah, he did. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm very sorry. Dark Side Dave. Uh, I'm going to say um, a spatula. Spatula. Yeah. Flipping them flapjacks. Flip the flapjacks. Do a little reach around. Back at it again. <laughs> it helps. It keeps it from sticking. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Note to uh, self. Uh, don't have brunch. The Wallace <laughs> I think I'm going to stay away from breakfast. Okay. Show me a spatula. Yeah. Now, scratching his ass with a spatula. Was that on the list? Yeah, it was towards the bottom. There you go. All right. Nick Lentino. Hmm. I don't know. I know Darkseid likes to play pool. Maybe he stole a pool stick or something it's like long, that. It's long, it's thin, and you chalk the end of it. <laughs> Is that like the pool that. cue? Yeah, I'm going with the pool cue. Pool cue. Bridge or the traditional? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bridge is for special occasions. Oh, okay. <laughs> for some reason, I'm just not hitting it. All right. Show me the pool cue. Uh, no. Shawnee? No. All right, well, I'm going to give one last listener a shot at this damn thing. I'm going to go for John from Glastonbury. John, one more answer on the board. I'll give you a shot at winning a prize back. Good morning, man. Good morning. All right, well, I'm surprised it wasn't shotgun. Yeah. I'm stick with that same theme and say his, his hunting knife. Oh, 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 ow, Takes ow, a very ow, steady ow. hand. You must be talking about using the handle, right? Yeah, you just, just have to scratch it very gently. Good answer. Show me the hunting knife. No. Johnny, be good. Was hunting knife on there, Sean? No, I didn't see that anyway. All right, you're insane, John. Okay, so uh, have a good day and keep listening. Well, I'm going to tell you the answer. Number one answer is toothbrush with 23% of the vote. Number two answer, antlers, 21% of the vote. The number three answer with 17% of the vote was something handy when you're in the bathroom. Anybody? Toilet brush? Plunger. The toilet brush. <laughs> toilet brush? Toilet brush, yeah. Oh. Reach back there. Brush that thing. All right, what else was on the list there, Sean? Okay, well, we had Michelle. 
We oh. had. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Honey, would you mind? <laughs> if it's not too much trouble. I can't reach. <laughs> we had Nick. <laughs> we had Rake. Ow, 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 ow. We had Trees. <laughs> the remote control. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> uh, animal skulls. His dog. <laughs> hey, hey, Loki, you have a problem with crap sticking to your fur? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> and finally, Michelle's toothbrush. Oh. I just picture Dark Side stepping outside the trailer. Like a dog plopping his ass on the ground and pulling himself along with his hands. <laughs> Just rubbing it on there. <laughs> Slime. <laughs> not on the rug! Not on the rug! <laughs> <laughs> Read him and weep, Sean. Who's the winner? Uh, all right. We're going to start with the big winner this week, D. And the big winner is Beth with a total of six points. She's out of that prop, shame. Followed by Dark Side with four points. Okay. Listeners with two. And Nick is the big loser on his way to the bra of shame with just one point. Oof. One point. I think you got to wear both bras. <laughs> Front and back. All right. Well, we'll have new questions posted. Thank you, everybody else, for holding over there and uh, waiting online. All you people who played along at home. But now it is time to get to the news. Ms. Lockwood, what do we got to look forward to? Well, with good news coming up, if you are a divorced man, interestingly enough, police in Cincinnati are on the hunt for a man who habitually sprays women with his bodily fluids. I'll Ow. tell you what kind and where. Also, a uh, real-life version of that old Rupert Holmes classic, the Pina Colada song. Do you remember that Rupert song? Hol no. Yes, you do. If you like Pina yeah. Coladas. Exactly. I'll tell you about that. Also, the Eskimo Olympics are underway. Look at this. Rob Lowe is in the news. How did that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> I'll tell you who's the latest person to be posing for Playboy. And it's not Rob. <laughs> I wish. And uh, Mick Jagger and Bono together. All right. And we got a big announcement. D-Sider Radio is going to see the Rockcats, and you can join the party. I'll tell you all about it when we return. And don't forget that Luke and Murphy Jensen are promoting Fox Force Pro Tennis in Hartford. They are tag team tennis players. <laughs> I think that would be cooler than, than just doubles. Like if when it, you're really tired, you just go out and hit somebody. The other well, you play racket. singles, right, and mm -hmm. you tag out in the middle of the match, just like they do in wrestling. That's pretty cool. You know, and maybe for that brief second, the two of you could be in there, you know, like they do in wrestling, and then you trade out you again. You throw your racket at the other guy. I want to ask them, tag team wrestling where they, uh, of tennis. I'm asking And also about, about having the ball on fire. Ball on fire. The changes you want made. Ways to improve the game, mm -hmm. make it a little more interesting. All right, so do stick around. The news is next. It is D Snyder Radio. It is Radio 104. It's too far gone. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. Are you offended? He has a name. You call him by his name. D Snyder Radio. Got it. Transportation provided by Peter Van Buslin. There's, there's something. Radio 104. Now back to D Snyder Radio. See my beeps. Can't wait. What do you want?
What's the word? Johannesburg. Well, actually, it's not Johannesburg. Old tune. Uh, it's actually D. Snyder Radio Night at the New Britain Rockets. Yes, yes, yes. We've gone to a few hockey games uh, with some of the listeners, and we've had quite a bit of fun. Wolfpack has entertained us many a night. We've gone three times now? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Well, it's time to take it up a notch. We don't want to take it up a notch, but spread it out a little bit. It's summertime. What's going on in the summer? New Britain Rockets baseball. Old school. It's happening every week at New Britain Stadium, Stadium in New Britain. And we said, what the hell? Why not, like, drag along, what do you say, like, 300 listeners to Gorilla Inn to, sec, to, you know, to New Britain Stadium and watch a game? Maybe I'll even throw out the first pitch. It don't mean nothing. You should. As long as my bursitis isn't killing me. <laughs> uh, so this is what we're doing. Thursday night, August 2nd, we're going down to the game. We're bringing 300 of you guys with us. And we're grilling into section 205. I'm telling you the section in case you just want to buy tickets and sit in the area, join the party. We're going to watch the New Britain Rockets do their thing all over the New Haven Ravens. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wait Ooh. a minute. That's uh, a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know it was another local. Neither did I. Well, I'm from Long Island. I'm a Long Island Ducks guy myself. The Ducks. What an embarrassing name that is. You got the Rock Hats, and you got the Ravens, yeah. and we got the Ducks. It's a cat that plays guitar, D. Is it? So. <laughs> What's much cooler than a duck? All right. Anyway, but I'm, I'm going there uh, and to show support of the game, and it's all happening. And you know what? We can take Ravens fans with us. We don't care. Of course. And we can take, I've, I've got no allegiance, quite honestly, although the Rockets advertise. So I do feel a little bit more for them. Uh, okay, and uh, what we're doing to that end is each morning, morning starting today, yeah. Right now? Yeah. We're giving away four packs of tickets to call number 10. That's right. If you're eight, if you call 860-666-4444 and you're calling number 10, you will win four tickets. So you, three family members, or three friends can join the party. Join me, Beth, Darkside, Nick, Mudbone, Sean. What's the other guy's name? Psycho. Whoever. Everybody's going down there, okay? We're all going. You're going to see the pregame ceremonies on the field. Uh, you're going to see the Rockets. Rockets taking on the Ravens. You get to hang out with D. Snyder Radio on August 2nd at the New Britain Rockets on Radio 104. Look at the phones lit up. Somebody's going to the show. We're going to give away another four-pack a little bit later in the show? Yes. Right on. Well, with that, I have a little reaction here. Oh, no, we got... Yeah, we'll wait for the traffic. This is some quick reaction because traffic's coming up. Where is my reaction? There it is, damn it. Uh, you know, we're talking about people recognizing me. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Beth, Becky Rathke from Bristol says, maybe if I stopped wearing the I'm D. Snyder hat <laughs> or the Twisted Sister Forever hat, people wouldn't recognize <laughs> me so easily. Oh, I think that's what's doing it. Mm. Prophet was uh, astounded that I called you a bitch yesterday <laughs> during Saga Zavaz. Oh, you were just kidding. She said it was, he said, I wouldn't condone this, but it was obviously in jest. Mm. He said, still, it should be a recap for Saturday's show, Dark Side. Uh, you bitch! And here's a letter from Josh Mosh, who's just curious if that girl who was here visiting her aunt from Cleveland, uh, she was the lifeline and responded, mm. Yahoo, to the anal sex question. 
want to know if we have her phone number. <laughs> well, I thought the, the more interesting answer she gave is when you said, so do you think the D-Snyder Radio would do well in Cleveland? She said, no. No. Well, fortunately, Sauna Woman, one of many letters, by the way, says she feels compelled to defend the city of Cleveland. She's raised in Cleveland. Mm. She says, I don't know what the hell was up the butt of your lifeline, Teresa, on Sagas A Voss today. First of all, I do think your show would succeed out there. I go back several times a year to visit friends, and they are in desperate need of some good radio. Thank you, Sauna Woman. And lastly, regarding Nick moving... Ongoing subject is letters from SMFDSR Joe Rock, who says, When I stopped over late Sunday night, Nick carried a pair of speakers to my car. I guess he was well rested from a weekend of moving with Dark Side. P.S. The kitchen floor was dirty except where the keg was. Yeah, yeah. There was a spot in the middle of my kitchen floor where we had the keg that was really clean. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, you gave him the speakers or sold them to him? Uh, I gave him the speakers. I, he bought, like, I had these little um, baskets type things that he bought. <laughs> I sold them for 20 bucks, and then I said, why don't you take the speakers? Look at that. What a, what a, what a generous guy. You mm -hmm. bought all this. Kind of like, you bought all this. We're giving you this for free? Yeah. And plus, you had nowhere to put them, right? Right. Yeah, okay, got it. He, he was willing to come get them. Yeah. He left his bed for the painters, so. He came yeah. out. He carried them to the car. I carried them for you and, and the brother-in-law. He played you the fool. Well, he sells stuff with free delivery. All right, we got news coming up. We need a traffic update. Psycho, what's going on? This traffic report is brought to you by Suburban Sports. Summer is here, and your outdoor sports headquarters is Suburban Sports in Berlin. From biking to kayaking, they've got it all. All right, traveling on 84 East. A little bit slow going from exit 41 leading up to exit 46. 84 West, you're backed in over the Bulkley Bridge. Also, 84 West at 291, police are removing a giant pallet that was in the road, so that's going to slow you down considerably right now. 91 South, slow going from exit 36 into downtown. 91 North, a little bit of heavy traffic coming uh, from exit 27 leading up to exit 29A, but you should be fine after that. Route 2 slows down, approaching exit 5D, then again from 4 to the flyover. Not too much has changed down in New Haven. 91 South, still pretty much delay-free. 95 South, however, steady traffic from exit 51 leading up to the Q Bridge, and Route 8 is quiet. At 817, I'm cycling out this modern rec report on Radio 104. Ms. Lockwood, sorry to interrupt you. Can I assume we have a winner on those Rockettes? Yeah. Okay. Because mm -hmm. so people can stop calling because the phones are all lit up, but I didn't get the message. But somebody won. We'll give away some more every day, two, four packs a day, leading right up to our game two weeks from today. Beth. A Windsor man is accused of urinating on a customer at a Plainville home improvement <laughs> store. 39-year-old Stephen Harris is charged with public indecency and breach of peace. Police say the incident is captured on store security tape. They say Harris is seen urinating on the man three separate times without the victim even realizing what was happening. So, the victim didn't know he was being peed on? I guess not. What, was he wearing them baggies? I don't know. Pretty this crazy. is too bizarre. I know. So, how did they wind up reporting him? I guess, well, he was seen on security tape in the store. So, I guess they're monitoring and they see this guy and... Three times, three separate times, he followed this guy and started peeing on and him. And what the hell is that smell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you would notice. Can you imagine? This is one of those things that are surreal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm sure that security guards, they're expecting the, the unexpected. 
But even for them, mm-hmm. the fact that you look at the camera going, is he whizzing on that guy? That's <laughs> an attention. <laughs> and the guy's not looking, so he got back for more. That's bizarre. Yeah, I know. Who is this? How old is this guy? They say? Uh, 39. Relatively young man. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he had bladder problems, you know? Sometimes it happens. He couldn't hold him. Hey, uh, I don't get this, but Andy from North Haven and Jim from Manchester once, so we gave away... What, how, what are we doing? Two, 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 and then one with what do we learn? Yeah. Wow. We talked about this yesterday oh, in the that's meeting. What I, well, I didn't, it wasn't, didn't write it down, clearly. It's just an incredible amount of tickets. Yeah. That's what we're so doing. we're giving away, because we're pounding out the tickets here. Mm-hmm. So two four-packs, twice a day, plus a four-pack, no, a two-pack for what do we four learn? Four-pack. A yeah. four-pack with what we learned today as well? Mm-hmm. Five four-packs a show. Yep. This is very confusing. Okay, I hope you at home aren't as confused <laughs> as me. Well, it'll be a battle of the brothers Dude, at the state army. Don tonight. from Newington caught the pisser on tape. Oh, you're kidding. Get him on the phone. Don? Yes. You're the security guy? Uh, yeah. And you saw the guy peeing on the guy? Yes, I did. What was the, what was up? What happened? He uh just followed he was following men around. He just followed this guy around and uh just started urinating on uh this customer. Did he say why? No. I kicked him out. I didn't want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> and how did the guy not Come on, notice? wait a minute. How can you be a little bit curious? <laughs> What's that? How come you can't be a little curious? Uh, I was at one point, but after he did it the third time, I just wanted him, you know, to get him out of the store. How did that guy not know that this was happening to him? He had baggy jeans on. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I thought I said. Was he wearing baggies? Because they're so, like, you pee on me, my cloth clothes are so close to my skin, I'm mm-hmm. going to feel it. You right. pee on dark side, well, just mix in with all the other smells. <laughs> he wouldn't even know what's going on. Bad example. But I, so, <laughs> did the guy eventually realize he was being peed on? Did you guys tell him? Uh, I, after I kicked the guy out, I tried to find the customer, and I couldn't find him anywhere. He must have already left. So he's wandering around out there? He's no idea this even happened to him? I'm, I'm sure he found out when he sat in his car. <laughs> yeah, but who, you wouldn't even, in a wildest imagination, Don, think that... Oh, man, somebody must have whizzed on me. <laughs> you wouldn't think that. You'd think. No, Maybe he's. Fi- I mean, I'm sure he smelt it after after a while. Maybe he's finding out right now. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're the one who's telling him. Hey, there he is online, too. Hold on. Don, you are. Yeah. Now, I've been talking about surreal things. Now, you're always ready to expect the unexpected, right, in your job. I, I, I wasn't expecting that, no. Right, right. That, when you first saw it, you had to go. What the hell is he doing? Yeah, exactly. And he had his shvener out and everything? What's that? He had it out? Um, he had a, a shirt. He had, his shirt was long enough to cover it up, but when he decided to do it, he lifted his shirt up and... Hello. That, that was it. <laughs> Have you seen my wiener? So the cops arrested him? Um, later on, I gave him, I gave him the uh, license plate and everything else, so they, they took him in after that. All right, well, you people could do worse than having Don from Newington working for you. He's on the job, expecting the unexpected. Thanks for the call, man. It's either either the start or the addition to a really strange rap sheet, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) The Battle of the Brothers tonight at the State Armory. Tennis players Luke and Murphy Jensen and John and Patrick McEnroe square off in World Team Tennis. John McEnroe, interestingly enough, won his first pro match at the Armory back in 1978. And Luke and Murphy Jensen will be on our show in just a few minutes. Yeah, as a matter of fact, they're apparently in the building. And uh, Nick's giving you uh, a uh, possible wrap-up sign. Well, let's do I some more. I just did two stories. I did two stories. <laughs> I get, I'm giving her another 
<coughs> five minutes. Oh, thanks. <laughs> give her, a, nice. give her a little more than that, and tell them to have a cup of coffee. It's probably real early for them anyway. Skip that one. Okay. Yes. What are you doing? Look at you. Sad one. <laughs> All right. How about this one? A Romanian man may apparently have hanged himself because of hot weather. This is what his friends believe. Alexandru Dancu told them he was thinking of killing himself because he found the weather oppressive. Hours later, the 42-year-old was found in the attic of his parents' home. He had told friends, the heat is killing me. You don't know where to run to get away from it. One feels like hanging oneself. His friends didn't take him seriously. They were wrong. The weather in Romania has been reaching up near 100. I'm not a smart man. Clearly not a smart man. Okay, it's roasting. You're thinking of taking your own life. I'll go up to the attic <laughs> and decide. <laughs> the attic is like brutal in the summertime. It's the last place you want to be. Mm-hmm. We used to do is go in the attic and come, because we had like, it was on a same level as our rooms, you know, and we'd go in the attic. It was so bacon that when you came out, it would actually, because we didn't have AC, it would actually feel mm-hmm. cold. Why you just go to the basement? Basin was humid. Mm. Yeah, basin is always damp. We had the hum- and, and that loud dehumidifier blasting yeah. all the time. <laughs> Try down here. <laughs> like you know what? I'll take my chances outside. Well, men who divorce after a long-term marriage have a better chance than women do of finding a new love. New study says half of men whose relationships end in divorce find a new partner, but only one in three women will do the same. Women's greater life expectancy and the fact that there are fewer men than women are two factors in this difference. Study also found that the more qualification a man has, the more likely he is to meet someone new, but education and success don't have as important a role in women's chances. Also, they found that a woman with a child is a turnoff to men more so than a man with a child is to women. When you want a woman, you just take the woman. Uh, <laughs> woman with child is turnoff. More so than a, than a man with a child is, I guess. Hmm. 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 What do you think, Nick? Of course they're a turnoff. I mean, kid... Baggage. Kid, baggage. Total baggage. Kid could be cute and everything, but it's not yours, you know? And the fact that she's had a baby with someone else, that's, like you said... She's spoiled. She's been ruined. Yeah, damaged goods. Damaged goods. Now, there you know, are we people are such a fabulous freaking, race. freaking out right now out there. Why? But What's course, the big keep deal? In mind, keep in mind, I just want to say that this is Nick's opinion. And I'm sure there are obviously many of many men who have gotten into relationships with women with children and have just had wonderful times. Sadly, though, there's a lot of yeah. mix out there. Oh, yeah. But sadly. I mean, we're, we're really just... But why is it sadly? It's just, I mean... No, it's, it's I said it's your opinion. the way guys feel. It's is that can, right? can't do anything about it. It's just there. You see some... You know, even if you see someone who's kept themselves in shape after having a baby and being pregnant, you know, and they're looking good, and you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you see the kid come along, and you're like, oh, that sucks. You know what I mean? You got to kind of walk away. There are too many other fish out there. I guess, I don't know. I, I, I never... I, I don't think I'd give it a second thought, but then again, I have kids, mm-hmm. so maybe that's different. Yeah, see, you met Suzette when she was too young and you were too young, but if you were in your mid-25 to 35, let's say... I don't think they're just talking about 25 to 35, though. I think there's right. a lot of guys who 
have families or were married and ha- you know and and had kids that don't want a woman with a kid either but probably more pro- more so in your case it's not their mouth to feed too single yeah. guy <laughs> yeah Police in Cincinnati are on the hunt for a man who allegedly sprays women's bottoms with what is believed to be bodily fluid. Got him. He's just uh, Don. Caught him down at the Home Depot. Yeah, Home Depot. We got him. Detectives think he's responsible for about a dozen attacks. In each case, a man has sneaked up behind a woman in a shop or on the street and sprayed fluid on her bottom. Police think it's just one person responsible. Usually targets are attractive white women between the ages of 25 and 35. Lab tests have showed some of the fluids used were urine or semen. Don't! And they, other fluids may be saliva. That's my day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you know what? I'm going to skip over a lot of these stories and go straight got, to the Rob Lowe story. We got uh, people uh, on the phone who oh. want to dispute or discuss I, Nick's I statement. But we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. If you guys, uh, we'll, we'll, I'm sure we're going to have email on this and we'll open this discussion right around this mm-hmm. time tomorrow, if you don't mind, because uh, we got uh, Luke Perry. No, who's it again? I'm only Luke kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> Luke and Murphy Jensen uh, in the house. We're going to talk to them in a few minutes. Okay, as well, guys. So, uh, John and James, we'll talk to you tomorrow about this. Uh, spraying your own bodily fluids. Hey, where are the white women at? That's uh, what a wonderful thought. What are they spraying them on? He must have had him in some sort of semen. A, a water gun or an atomizer. Or something the hose like again. Yeah, I think it was an atomizer. Yeah, he's oh, <laughs> <laughs> Try out this new cologne. I call it semen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you know this. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot of semen. Spermatozoa. <laughs> but the New York Post asked readers, who would you pick to be James Bond, the next James Bond? And coming out on top of that survey, <laughs> barely beating out our own Nick Lentino, was West Wing star Rob Lowe. Oh, come oh. on. Who's going to buy that? So <laughs> he was asked about it by Pat O'Brien oh, on Access Hollywood and said... That, of course, every kid grows up thinking it'd be great to be James Bond and that he definitely would consider it if it were offered and that he, can do, that English, and he can do an English accent. Oh, I bet you can get him on the cheap, too. <laughs> no, he's a big star yeah. again. <laughs> he's on TV. What about Zalman? <laughs> Zalman. Zalman. <laughs> James Zalman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, two more stories quickly because I told you about this one. Do you remember Lynn Russell? She was the... Dan sends her a message. Zalman. (laughs) (laughs) Psycho. Lynn Russell was the headline news anchor woman for years and years and years, 18 of them. And she said yesterday that you may soon see her posing for Playboy. She said she's in the works to do that. Hello. Uh, Hello. She's 54, but she is in really great shape. She holds a black belt in karate. She's also the author of the book, How to Win Friends. That's all she'll be wearing in the uh, spread. (laughs) How to Win Friends, Kick Ass, and Influence People, which was published in 1999. She's trying to start an acting career. Can I see her picture? You remember her, right? Uh, She was on on in the evening. Yeah. She's not there anymore? No, she left a few months ago, I remember she left. I've noticed that some of these women who age well, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know, you know as you get older, that's, you know, you can only fight time. 
so much at some point it's gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna go you know and uh and, and they say you know what i got one last shot here let me go for it i look good mm -hmm. i look so good Finally, U2 vocalist Bono has recorded a track with Mick Jagger for Jagger's next solo album. Bono was in Germany for the European leg of U2's Elevation Tour. Source close to Mick says that he's really excited about working with Bono, that they're good friends, and the track is going to be really great, but they won't say much about what it sounds like. Other guests on Jagger's upcoming album will include Lenny Kravitz and Rob Thomas of Matchbox 20. I'm excited too, Dave. <laughs> Very exciting. Also appearing on that record? Double O Nakamovsky. <laughs> Zalman. <laughs> With his pocket protector slash gun. Yes. <laughs> Baseball last night. Yankees split a doubleheader with Detroit. Took the first game 8-5. Lost the second 12-4. Red Sox over Toronto 5-4. And the Mets get another win 4-3 over Florida in 11. Partly sunny near 80 today. Tonight clear 50s and tomorrow again some sun and mid 80s. 63 at 8-32. Nakamovsky. Zalman Nakamovsky. <laughs> Not to be confused with all the other Nakamovsky you might meet. Special um, agents Nakamovsky. Special agent. <laughs> I like my Sobe shaken, not stirred. Oh. <laughs> I would pay to see that movie. Oh, okay. my God. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we're going to um, take a break, right? And we've got, yes, we've got Luke and Murphy Jensen. They're in town promoting their own special brand of tennis doubles at Fox Force Pro Tennis in Hartford. And tonight, they're taking on the McEnroe brothers. Mm -hmm. Now, you said the McEnroe brothers ever played together before? No, the Jensen brothers never played the McEnroe brothers in doubles before. I believe this is the first time. They'll clear and me up if I'm wrong. I got to ask them, because this could be some kind of grudge match, because mm -hmm. I do believe that in a previous match, one of the uh, Jensen brothers took a shot at Johnny Max, nuts, hmm. John's nuts, and uh, and Johnny Mac wasn't too happy about that. I wouldn't be either. So this is it could be a grudge match. Could I be mean, viewed as a he grudge freaks match. out if there's a bad call. Yeah, can you no imagine kidding. how bad he freaks out if yeah. that happens? Yeah, that's bad form. That's bad form right there, aiming for a guy's you know family jewels. Oh, this is so exciting. I've always loved John McEnroe. Yeah, I can't wait to well, hear these stories. Well, you're like one degree of separation. I know. So uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> come back. We'll talk to the Jensen brothers. Life is good on D Snyder Radio. Excuse me. This is Radio 104. We've got a problem there. It needs to be cleaned out. What's up, man? This is Mike Lestay. Good morning, sunshine. My peeps are here. What is that? I'm in your corner. I can see that. Radio 104. <laughs> now back to D. Snyder Radio. Did I say that? Yes, you said that. Radio 104. The Jansen Brothers are here promoting Fox Force Pro Tennis in Hartford. Cool guys. Yeah. Cool. Are you, Hello. Is your mic on? Hello. Hello. What happened to her volume? <laughs> check, check, check. We're getting all set up in here. <laughs> Can you hear me now? I hear you, kind. Not as good as I usually hear you. Do you hear me in your headphones or just I, because we're in the studio together? I, oh, there it is. There you are. That's better. Okay. Hey, you know, you can win my Sea-Doo. <laughs> Did you know that? It's true. Now through September 3rd, you can register to win D. Snyder's Sea-Doo. Just talking about myself with a third person, Beth. Uh, yes. Uh, see, basically, I've got it for the summer. 
I'm giving it up, though, on September 6th to one lucky listener. All you got to do is register to win at one of three locations. Humphreys East in New Haven, or Humphreys West in Westbrook, or head on over to Land and Sea Marine in Waterbury. You can see the owners, Bob or Phil, say hi when you're there, okay? This is, this is so choice. Yeah, it's a 2001 GS two-seater. It's worth over seven grand. It comes with a trailer and everything like that, you know? So we're registering people all the way up to Labor Day, and on September 6th, we're going to pick one name, and that person will win my Sea-Doo. Personal watercraft. And like I said, we're having a blast. Um, don't really get to beat on it or anything, so it's in pretty good shape because I got all the kids. You know, Daddy, no, go stop. Okay, okay. So we go around. Mudbone's getting us. Mudbone's getting something too, though. So we're going to be going out. That's out. nice, Mudbone. Mudbone. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, disposable uh, income. <laughs> manage, manages his uh, his money properly. That's what he does. Okay, it's uh, it's, it's good money management. Uh huh. I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, you know, I know the truth, my mom, but I prefer to go with the image. <laughs> so, hey, before we get these guys in here, I wouldn't mind talking for a minute about uh, our interview with Art Alex, uh, Alexakis yesterday. Okay, and uh, it says here, uh, Mark Thunder writes, uh, great show yesterday. I got to hear the interview with Singer of Everclear. D, I'm glad you had a list of questions and a list of retorts. He seemed a bit, well, he could, sounds like he could be a real jerk if he mm. wanted to be. He may be a nice guy, but his tone seems shady. I know it was early, but I bet he could be a mighty big pain in the butt for no reason. Well, Darks, I would agree with that. I didn't get that I didn't sense at all. But Darkseid definitely does. Uh, Guinness Girl said, I couldn't help laughing this morning when D brought up the Darkseid Everclear feud. I didn't even stay for them. Oh, no, no. He, she witnessed the Everclear interview debacle. She was there at Radio 104 Fest. I don't want to be spreading rumors or anything. So if it's not true, Darkseid, please forgive me. But if I remember right, Darkseid was not on the wagon yet. Can we turn those mics off temporarily because they're giving like extra room ambience that we don't need at this point? Uh, she says if she remembers right, Darkseid wasn't even on the wagon at that point. And since he was in the booth, now watching the bands, maybe he had to keep himself occupied somehow, you know? So I think she's trying to say that maybe you were drinking. No, you were I drinking, man. No, I didn't start drinking until September. <laughs> she says, uh, yes, Craig Gass was an ass, and even worse, he wasn't funny. <laughs> Actually, anyway, it was really nice to hear all the boys kiss and make up. D, you should be a rock ambassador. That's Guinness Girl. Um... Okay, now this is the one last letter, Darkseid, because Darkseid, he still got that look on his face. Because after the interview, people reminded him some of the things that went on. And this letter comes from a longtime listener who wants to remain nameless. She's asked because she's afraid of this guy. Of she's, art? She's afraid of art. She's asked that all of her personal information be withheld. She says, Darkseid, never forgive art Alex Alexakis. She says, D. Art scares me. I listened with great interest to your interview with Art Alexakis of Everclear this AM. I was curious if you were going to bring up that what he did to Darkseid a few years ago after hearing Dee promote the interview as, well, Art's a great songwriter no matter what you think of him personally. You could not be more right. Darkseid should never, ever forgive Art and no one out there should be taken in by him. The time Art basically ripped Dave a new one was at the Radio 1 4 Fest a couple of years ago. I obviously, obviously don't remember verbatim, but Art was horrible to Dave. Personally attacking him, calling him a faggot, 
asking if he was a homosexual, asking if he was married, going on about how no woman would want him. It was truly uncalled for. Wow. A very personal, disgusting attack. Live, no less. So Dave couldn't even edit it later. And Art, as his, and Art was at his best. Art is a mean, horrible, nasty person. I can provide hundreds of names of people who would corrob corroborate what I say. Check out, I believe, the April 97 issue of Spin Magazine, which can be found online. It details Art's temper, his anger management classes the court made him attend after he beat up his wife in public. He has a long documented history of violent outbursts and has humiliated many folks, including myself. I mulled over a public humiliation lawsuit against him a few years ago, but decided it was a waste of time. So that's it. Dave, don't forgive him. Whatever he did to you, he took great joy in it. He is truly an evil guy, and this incredible songwriter, and his lyrics are brilliant. He's an incredible songwriter. His lyrics are brilliant. As musicians, well, they play pop tunes nicely, great live, blah, 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 blah. Goes on and says she's seen them, but she says this guy is evil. Well, you know, you know I, I do agree with that, and I was very pissed off about the whole interview and everything like that. I think it, I, hand, I think I handled it pretty well. You know what I'm saying? I, I didn't go crying or anything like that. No, he was a dick. You know, okay, whatever. You know, just go out, get out of here. But, you know, if he wanted to go toe-to-toe, -to -toe, that would have been something else. But, um, see, I think he was cool with you, though, because it's like you have an interview with a regular old DJ schmuck, or yeah. you have an interview with... Rockstar D. Snyder. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's he respected like, me. Right. And he, he didn't knows have respect you, for has you. has respect for you. I'm just some schmuck a-hole from a radio so station. So he showed his true to, colors. Pretty much, I believe so, well, yeah. I mean, I don't have the Spin magazine, mm -hmm. but uh, court-ordered anger management classes and beat up your wife in public doesn't sound no, it's not like the nicest guy in I the world. I got three words. Anger management. Okay. Let's get a traffic update from Psycho Dan. And while... He's doing the traffic. Can we get Luke and Murphy Jensen come on in here? The ultimate doubles tennis players. Badasses. Mm -hmm. These guys look like the Motor, Motor City Mad Men. They are. Go for it, Psycho. All right, this traffic report is brought to you by Call Before You Dig. Dig safely, Connecticut. Call Before You Dig. 1-800-922-4455. For more information, visit the Call Before You Dig website at www.cbyd.com. All right, traveling on 84 East. Looks pretty good. Just a little bit slow around exits 43 of 44. 84 West. Traffic beginning to thin out over the Bulkley Bridge. 84 West way out in Danbury. We had a crash between the exit 8 on-ramp and off-ramp. That's slowing things down just a bit out there. 91 South into Hartford. A little bit slow going from exit 34 into downtown. 91 North is delay-free. Traveling on Route 2, a little bit slow between exit 3 and the flyover. 91 South into New Haven is delay-free. 95 South, just some steady traffic coming over the Lake Salt and Stall Bridge. Then it gets a little heavy again going from exit 51 up to the Q Bridge. Route 8 in Waterbury is a smooth ride. At 848, I'm Psycho Dan with this Modern Rec Report on Radio 104. Well, they're here. Luke and Murphy Jensen. All right. Yes. <laughs> Tennis doubles players extraordinaire. Okay. So, Luke, say, say hello. Hello, love. That's not the best. That's Mick Jagger. <laughs> but I want him to identify your voice, Murphy. Hello. <laughs> Great. No one's to know who they are. Okay, it doesn't matter because you're bros. And, uh, you know, and I'm really, I mean, I've heard about you guys and stuff like that. I don't follow tennis. 
but I'm really finding out about you for the first time. I got the bio, and everybody's filling me in. That whole America's Most Wanted, we were never convicted of that stuff. Arrested, yes, never convicted. convicted. No, 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 never convicted. <laughs> Johnny Cochran was on the case. Wait a minute, America's Most Wanted. Psycho Dan, who's a tennis fan over there, that's Psycho Dan. Hey, Hello, Psycho. Yeah. What's up, guys? He told me that, speaking of America's Most Wanted, one of you guys apparently disappeared recently or a while back, just... I was kidnapped <laughs> by alien supermodels at Wimbledon. It was it was a gnarly scene. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I, mean, I don't believe in you were kidnapped. But what did they say? You just went off hunting or something? Uh, fishing in Scotland. <laughs> That's rock star stuff, man. Exactly. That's why I thought it was so cool. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you just disappear. You know, people yeah. they, would do that. Rock bands do that. But were you like missing games and stuff? Yeah, well, no, it's the biggest term in the world. Wimbledon is our like World Series. It's our Super Bowl. And he's getting ready to play. And all of a sudden, he's not there. I mean, he's the third match on a certain court. He's in the quarterfinals, could win the tournament. And his partner's win. He's playing mixed doubles. <laughs> Look at the face on it. And all of a sudden, they say, have you seen your brother? I saw him this morning. Everything seemed to be fine. And all of a sudden, he's not there. And there was a lot of weird stuff. This guy. Jeff Tarango, his wife had slapped the umpire, and all this weird stuff was going on during Wimbledon, and they Thank can't God. find him. It was a diversion. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing, he, he was fishing in Scotland, but how he carries this on on CNN, all this stuff is going on. Where's Murphy Jensen? Now he tries to elude all the press and everything, and then he gets on this trip now and goes see, out of control. See what happens? Wait, 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 wait. Well, this is interesting. There's an interesting thing going on between his brothers because normally the guys in the band are like pissed. Where the hell is the drummer? I don't know, man. He took off. You're like stoked. It was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know how it's like you see all the press outside the house? You had people at 24 hours a day, and I'd look out the window, and they'd be shooting pictures the and FBI video. looking for me. So and you it. skipped out on your match? Yeah. yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I was in town, and I'd realized uh. that I was late for it. I heard over the radio that I was default, that I was caught in traffic going uh, back to the site. And how it works, it's not like you get a, you get a starting tea time at 12 noon. If your matches progress in a certain time, oh. you can be defaulted. And uh, I got defaulted, so I'm like, I'm so out of here. It. F it. I'm out of here. F, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Use your imagination, Murphy, okay? Uh, whatever you want it to be. Well, he did. That's the problem. He yeah, his- and, uh, and it really wasn't... It got hairy the next day. Uh when I turn on the TV and there's this huge story, you know, that I haven't, you know. So you just said, I'm going to go fishing. So you don't tell your bro. You don't tell your bro. I just take, I actually tried to call him, but I couldn't get through to the Wimbledon house where we were staying. And uh, I tried to call back to the States and, you know, reach people. And Rachel said, you know, did you see what. Our sister what, Rachel. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Did you see what happened? And, uh, I said, see what? She said, turn on the TV, man. Everyone is looking for you. <laughs> and so now, you, now you're playing now, now, into now it. This is Murphy, classic. Now, do you say, hey, I'm, here I am, no problem. Or do you do B, which is elude the media and like jump in the trash cans? <laughs> <laughs> so you decide to play it up a little bit. Yeah. You got a lot of press out of it. I got though. a lot of press out of that. It wasn't necessarily all good. You know, they said there are suicide attempts and oh, all this other stuff. So You don't seem suicidal. I was probably. No, I wasn't. No? <laughs> He's thinking about it. <laughs> He's still thinking about it. All right, all right. Now, wait a minute. I'm looking at you guys, Beth, and like, when I think tennis, mm-hmm. 
I think the clean, the white shorts and the eyes out Lacoste shirt and the he, lace panties. Yeah, yeah, yeah even yeah. your even your wildest guys, you know Johnny Mac and and, and you know, Agassi. They still they still went with the flow to an extent, you know. Agassi's a rocker, you know. He was in yeah. Well, he used to have the long hair and yeah, stuff. Yeah, Barbara Streisand. Yeah, I mean he, had sure. it <laughs> <laughs> he was banging Barbara Streisand. Kenny That's G. What they He's say, that, yeah. yeah. They were friends. Friend? Ooh, oh, they were friends. The huh? Zen master. Yeah, is he? Uh, what's he like? Is he a good guy? Good or? guy. Very good guy. He seems all right. Yeah. Yeah, I thought mm -hmm. so. He doesn't seem. Uh, who's some other guys that you really like? Patrick Rafter is a very good guy. Oh, Australian. I really like Patrick. Oh, bad. <laughs> now that's not the guy that I was asking you about the other day, is it? He's Australian. No, there's this guy who's huge. Australian. I didn't ask you the question. <laughs> I forgot to ask them the question on everybody's mind. Um, I know. I, everyone prepared us for that. How did Twisted Sister affect your life? Ooh. Who? <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> no, I actually lost my virginity to uh, yeah! Twisted Sister. Yeah. yeah. How does that rate? No oh, way. Oh, 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 oh. It's, uh, it was That's unbelievable. Yeah, I was in the back of a van up in Michigan, and Twisted Sister was on, and that got Which her in the song? mood. Which song? Um, uh, come on, feel the noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Okay, I'll tell Dubro. <laughs> um, so, uh, and so, anyways, no, but I'm looking at you guys. I come in here, and you like you like so blue collar looking. Yeah. I don't say. I mean, I'm blue collar. Yeah, he's blue collar. Yeah, she's not. We're, we're <laughs> definitely blue collar. We didn't grow up in the country club atmosphere playing tennis. We grew up in the public parks and and uh, the city courts. And you know, for us, you know, the guys who drove the Mercedes were easy. Easy pickings, and we knew we could beat them uh, pretty so you're easily. you kind of like tennis hustlers. Yeah, kinda, well, we don't win as much, though. That's the problem. you got to win when you're a hustler, <laughs> or you're taking the greyhound. <laughs> so, if you're not, you're not a tennis hustler, but, but in your, back in Michigan, yeah. you... At any point where you guys are winning? I mean, how do you get <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we won some. We cheat real well. You know, most of the time in tennis, the ball on the line is good. But in juniors and in college, you can call that ball out. You know what I mean? Because right, 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 right. Yeah, Until just, the pros, we were kicking everyone's butt. But when we, we became pros, and we had to, call, they called the lines instead of us. Yeah, you have lines people and stuff, and that kind of yeah. messed up our whole gig. So you're like bigger than the other guys and stuff. Anyways, he goes, "It was it." Like, okay, dude, no problem. <laughs> like, I guess he's not going to argue with him. He's just a little guy, right? Exactly. Exactly. You got guys got side, dark side. What does Murphy look like? Dale Parenton. Dale Purington. That's what I thought when he first walked no, in. No, Hetfield, like man. Dale. Oh, yeah, he looks like Hetfield. Oh, oh, Hetfield. Totally. I thought he looked like Dale when he first walked in. I'm like, wow. Are you guys headbangers? You look like a monkey. Oh, yeah. Okay, you like, like heavy music? Absolutely. Kind of What'd you grow up on? Seriously. What Your kind of stuff? Yeah. Um, ACDC. Yeah. Uh, well, in Detroit, you like can't get yeah, away yeah. from it. Yeah. You're bombarded. Ted Nugent. You know, the you thing know? is, Hold up in Michigan, they're still playing that. You know, oh yeah! Said, oh yeah! New stuff from Rolling Stones. Yeah, no, I went. <laughs> and that's it. A couple years ago, <laughs> I did a show in Detroit, and I went to like, uh, I went to want to go to a gym. There was a Bally's. Now normally I won't work out at a Bally's. No offense, Bally's, but it's a little bit too legit. But you know, beggars can't be choosers. I go in there. And Judas Priest yeah, is yeah, playing. It's huge, yeah. In a Bally's, there's all these, like, you know, moms and dads right there working <laughs> on the treadmill, and they're listening to Maiden. I'm like, what's up with that? It's so, it it's hasn't so died good. there. No. It lives on. Yeah, it's so good. good. So, that's what's saying that you, you, can, you and John Mack have a little bit of history. 
Well, there's some story in the current about a miss missed hit ball that went somewhere that it shouldn't have gone. I ca- yeah, I caught a, a ball late. We are playing in Hong Kong and uh, he was You caught a ball late. What does that well, mean? Well, I mean, instead of like normally you, h- you hit it in front and you kind of know where it's going. <laughs> oh, okay. But, you okay. Know, I, I, I was going after a shot and One I caught it One of those rare late. moments. So <laughs> when you catch it late or too early, you're not really sure of the direction. Well, I, the, it went towards John McEnroe and it hit him right in the screws and I put him down <laughs> for like five minutes. <laughs> no, no. And, and you he, mean on the ground on the and on the ground. I mean, oh. tagged him. And so he's on the ground, and he's really pissed and off. And were you saying, oh, I'm sorry? And well, I thought no. it was kind of funny. I had John McEnroe <laughs> on the ground. And so he's on the ground, you rolling saw, around. No, wait, wait, wait. Stop. So now you hit the guy in the nads. Yeah. He's laying on the ground in agony. And you're laughing? I'm kind of laughing. I mean, oh, look man. at me. He's rolling. He's, oh, his racket's on the ground. He's got little white shorts. and We didn't think he'd keep playing. Yeah, we thought it was a default. <laughs> I mean, that's how we started getting a lot of wins. If we couldn't beat him with points, we'd hit him in the head or something and hopefully you know, take out an eye. <laughs> So what happens? Well, he gets so he, back he up. Gets, he's all pissed off. Now he's and, pissed. and now he's you know he hits Murphy in the forehead <laughs> and he you know he's going crazy and he's throwing stuff. No, wait, wait, wait a minute. You, you, out in the hallway, you tell me Murphy's reaction to getting hit in the forehead. Yeah, he thought it was really cool. I mean, again, we were like we're like McEnroe groupies. This is the coolest yeah. thing. Hey, can know, we get a photo later? <laughs> you got a big welt on your head. Well, a ball just, mark. Well, we're walking onto the court, and, you know, I'm all pumped up to play McEnroe, and I'm looking for Murphy, and Murphy's, like, hanging next to John trying to get a photo. <laughs> we're walking on the court. I had a friend in the crowd, you yeah. know. And Max's like, what are you doing, And he's man? pissed? Is he still he's pissed at you guys? Oh, the whole time. He's Oh, today? Is he he's still, pissed No, no, at back him. when you Oh, yeah, he is very ticked off. And so the whole match, he's throwing stuff. And so Murphy thought it would be cool if we kind of got into it, started throwing, not at him, but, you know, ignited the crowd with, we start getting in, in arguments and going crazy, and we're upstaging Mac. And that was, we were just trying to help him along. What's the crowd doing? Nuts. They're absolutely going. And they're all, you know, tons of little Chinese Hong Kong people and going, oh, yeah. So they like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. So England, though, they would be upset about this. I, it's weird. You know, England, I mean, you play a ton in Europe. I mean, it's it's, oh. it's very stuffy, but yet there's this, you know, punk, you know, kind of rock and roll. Oh, yeah. You see, the, you know, we have the soccer yeah. matches yeah. and stuff. Hooligans. Like Football yeah. hooligans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you lose a, a soccer match and they kill people. That's yeah. just the way so it is. So they've got it in them, but yeah. you don't usually see it at Wimbledon, though. This year it. seemed a little nuts, though. Yeah. Yeah. We were yeah. over there? Yeah, we're all, actually Murphy didn't make it this year. <laughs> You're doing ESPN stuff, yeah, right? God, that yeah. is what was that? What was that? He's ESPN? doing ESPN stuff. Oh yeah, they got you doing commentary. Well, ESPN seventy eight. It's like you know the way way backstation. <laughs> you have ESPN, ESPN two, and then it keeps bleeding on radio. <laughs> seventy eight. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get one of those huge dishes to get my stuff. <laughs> so now, how long ago was this that you hit macaroni in the nuts? Ninety eight. Okay, so we're going right. to hit him in the face tonight. All right, well, wait a minute. <laughs> have, you, have you, like, are you friendly? Yeah, but he's, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was on Letterman. He's calling us a couple of clowns. He always calls us clowns. He's gonna I get don't know why. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you're kind of the happy Gilmores of tennis. Yeah. That's right. That's Have you right. ever ripped somebody's eyes on shirt over the head and started pummeling them? <laughs> Luke, Luke jumped the net on a guy in Rome uh, <laughs> for getting... He actually got hit in the screws on that chest. <laughs> <laughs> and you went after him. He was just trying yeah. to brush you back, and man. And he started running away from the court. His center court, he's running off the court. This, these guys had won the French Open the year before, and they are the number one seeds and everything at the Italian Open. And it was a real close match, and they hit me in the screws, and I'm kind of limping. I'm so ticked off, so I jumped the net after them, and they're from Switzerland because they're very neutral. And they just said, <laughs> running away. They see both sides of it because they're very neutral. They don't know what language is speaking. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's very confusing. I'm half Swiss, so I know about that. All right, uh, I got a question for you. Okay, so... Like I said, I'm, I've been thinking about taking up tennis. Beth, who's been a tennis fan all her life, has started playing tennis recently. But I was just down in Jamaica, and my wife and I was sort of bored, and it was a tennis court, and we just started batting it around. And it was fun. It's hitting a lot of fun, it, like, yeah. Hitting it hard over the net, and you get to run around and stuff. I guess if you're really good, you don't run around much, but yeah. I run around a lot. When you're bad, <laughs> you run around a lot. Because <laughs> you got to, you're chasing it. Yeah. But that's good. I think that's aerobic. Yeah, that's right. You, you look a little bit like Vetus now with the Vetus Gerolitis. The marks. Oh, yeah. little Vetus. He's a Long Island boy. Oh, the one who's he died? Die. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. the guitar. You can carry it on. Carry on the legacy. I can carry on the legacy of Vetus. Well, I mean, I mean, these days, you know, I'm going to say it's all about, well, is it all about the serve? I mean, if you got a powerful serve. It's all about serve, the ladies. It's all about the nookie. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you get into music? I mean, we got into tennis because a few of our heroes, uh, Vetus right. and Mac, were uh, seemed like rock stars playing tennis, you know, chasing the ladies. Doing oh, the every thing. one of these, these tennis guys yeah. has a gorgeous girl in the scene. Hey, bring on the bitches! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Arthur Ashe is like the only guy like I heard no. was like gay. He had no, a no, no, no. Is he gay? No, no, no. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, there isn't. Not that there's anything wrong with it. He was married, wasn't he? That's right, to this photographer, really hot she photographer. Hot. Yeah, 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 very hot. So, so he gets AIDS for he had blood transfusion. He had a heart attack or something. Oh, 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 oh. oh. See that horrible assumption? We just cleared that up. <laughs> we cleared that up. This is the beauty of this show. Not that there would have been anything. No, there certainly would have. But now I think about it, you know, you would kind of expect, you know, some people, you know. Might be a little lighter in the tennis shoes <laughs> to play the sport, and yet it's over everybody's. Gay. There's nothing really else to say about that. <laughs> Some of the women tennis players. Yes, uh, yeah, that's true. But, but the guys, you're always hearing about these like studly guys out there, like just you know plowing the fields. <laughs> you know. Look at Sampras's wife. Yeah, all yeah. those guys. She's yeah. a Boris fox. Becker. She, yeah. yeah. Becker, what's he like? He's, he's, a big, he's mowing a lot of lawn. He yeah, he got is. a divorce, so he's <laughs> And you know, McEnroe's married to Patty Smythe from Scandal. I know, yeah. I know. My buddy just bought their house on Long Island, actually. They, they moved someplace. Hey, can you guys hang out? Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, we are talking with uh, Luke and Murphy Jensen. Pro tennis players who are in town promoting Fox Force Pro Tennis, obviously, in Hartford tonight to play in the McEnroe Brothers. At the Armory. Have you ever played them before? Uh, separately, but never as a team. Have They've been dodging us. They've been dodging us. So they're face off. I have some questions to ask you about how to improve doubles, because I think it could be a little more aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So stick around. We'll talk some more with them when we get back. It's Steve Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. WMRQ, Waterbury, Hartford. There are methods that they use that we can't always understand. D. Snyder Radio. But that's what we do. On Radio 104. We had a uh, breakdown here. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Stop sucking right now! What do you mean? I'm trying to understand. Who are you? D. Snyder Radio on Radio 104.
here we go. We're here with uh, Luke and Murphy Jensen. They're in town promoting Fox Force Pro Tennis in Hartford tonight at the Armory. At the Armory, seven o'clock. I just got to do something here, guys. Listen, Designer Radio is heading over to see the new Britain Rockets take on the New Haven Ravens. Three hundred of my loyal peeps are going to go gorillaing in with us to New Britain Stadium. It's happening August 2nd. We're going to be sitting in Section 205, so if you don't win tickets, you can just buy some and join the party. But if you'd like to win them, we've got two four-packs of tickets to give away right now. That's right. You could bring your three people in your family or three of your friends. Come hang out at the game. Watch the pre-game ceremonies. I may even throw out a pitch. And my bursitis has been acting up lately. Too much lifting. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> seriously. That's going to get in the way of my tennis playing, I think. No, no. You can't have enough beef on those. On Not those the beef. Right. When you, you get the rotator cuff stuff oh, yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah. You guys get plagued by Go stuff switch, like that. Yeah, no, switch to the other arm. Oh, well, it's which that, one yeah. is you? Which yeah. one of you guys is, is he, ambidextrous? He's a switch hitter over here. <laughs> switch hitter? <laughs> so, men, women, either way. You, he's, uh, uh, I way. like to use the entire population. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, be call number 10 right now 10 and 11 to 860-666-4444 and you will win a four pack of tickets you will join the party august 2nd new britain stadium d Snyder radio all of us headed over there grilling in you know grilling in is it's like when you go in like really loud you enter the place loud yeah it's really effective we go riding into town a whopping and a whopping ever living thing that moves within an inch of its life no slim. That's actually we're just going really loud and make a lot of noise when you enter the place and people take notice. What the hell's going on? That's Who's going on? Yeah. All of a sudden there's me and like 300 people oh, coming that's into the sweet. place. See, if I, if I had known, if I'd known you guys before, I might have gone gorillaing into this thing. That'd have been awesome. Well, Connors is coming to town like next I week. I know, yeah. I know. But see, I don't know if I'm interested in Connors. I'm oh, interested he's in you fine. guys. He's a lot fun. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they all seem fine and everything, yeah, yeah. but you guys... <laughs> you got you got attitude. I yeah. see what everybody's talking about with the Jensen's, you know? <laughs> like they're like the Hansons. That's yeah. right. tennis. You know they just made a sequel to I that know. movie. It's great. Twenty five years later. <laughs> they still, still look exactly the same. Do they? Yeah. They look like the Ramones? Yeah. <laughs> still playing with their toys. Yeah. Uh, are they? Yeah. Hey, what did you see? Some of the stuff? I have a friend that was in the movie. Oh, okay. uh, he's like up in Vancouver and uh, I think it's the funny Baldwin that's playing Reggie Dunlop's character. The funny one as opposed to the fat one? <laughs> the, the fat same guy. I thought they left the country. There's the funny <laughs> one, the, the, the famous one. There's, the famous there's one. Alec and then the funny one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Daniel, Stephen, Stephen Billy. Stephen. Which one did your brothers beat up? Stephen. Mm. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah, great. That's cool. They say it was a really annoying pain in the ass. He so just, this was like years ago growing up? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and he just pounded him. Yeah, he just had to, you know, he's one of those guys who needed a beating every now and then. He had to throw him a beating just to get him to cool out. Oh, man. Yeah, he's that was Steve me Mo when yeah. I was a kid. You need a beating? <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I think Macaro's saying right now. You guys need a beating. You're going to yeah. play it tonight. Has he got any game left? He's got a lot of game. He actually just went, this guy, Andy Roddick, this young American, he's oh, 19 years insane. old. insane. Yeah, 140 mile an hour surf. Johnny Mac. 140 mile, what's it like to get hit by that? It's it's nasty. The record's 149, and this guy's probably going to break it eventually. He just hit a 141 the other day. Wow. Yeah, this guy's from Nebraska. And what is he, nine, 17 he's or 19? 19. 19. And Mac played him close, so yeah. almost lo lost to him in a tiebreaker. So he's still playing some good ball. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So Not tonight, good for, yeah, we got to smoke him, though, tonight. So how's your serve? 
My serve, well, you know, underhanded, it's very good. I got that tricky spin, <laughs> and then I throw a smoke bomb out there, and I yell and scream. He still uses a wood racket. That's the problem. He doesn't get the speeds because hey, it's he's... all about wood, baby. You got the you got the, <laughs> the wood, Viagra wood. Yeah, yeah. give him all, give him all the wood. I just say sporting a woody, as they like to say out on the court. Hey, look, look, <laughs> Luke's sporting a woody. <laughs> Chicks dig it, man. <laughs> Going old school. It's a big one, too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's oversized. Oversized. <laughs> it's a long body. Tennis humor. All right. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. We, I was looking at, we were I'm talking sorry, about Beth. all kinds of people. Uh, hey, you can tell where I work. Beth is the pilgrim. <laughs> But we, but we, you know, it's a lot of man in this studio. Yeah, a lot of man. No doubt about Especially that. Especially today. I mean, you get to play with all these like people. Like I mentioned, um, Bruno, Bruno Savatini. <laughs> no, what's, what's her first name? Gabrielle. Gabrielle Savatini. She's retired. Yeah, but she's you, hot. You dated her? Well, I went out on a date with her, and uh, the funny thing is, we it was in <laughs> Australia, and it was in the, it was uh, during the Australian Open, which is wintertime here, but summertime down there. I mean, smoking hot. We had a long flight. And uh, I didn't know what to wear. No, he lost he lost his luggage. So you know, he got those airline socks, and they were red. <laughs> so he's wearing these flip flops with red airline socks on the and date? A, Yeah, and a ski hat because but, we had just come from the United States where it was cold. And then like this blue ski hat. I got the grunge thing going on, and she comes out of the elevator just smoking this white dress, <laughs> garter belt, <laughs> and you're wearing the red socks, <laughs> and you're saying. I think I'm underdressed. Yeah, I dive into a plant because I don't want her to see me. I'll let her go upstairs and like. So did you, that was it. That was the only one no, day. Yeah, and then I used to camp. We would always stay where she was staying. I mean, wherever she stayed, we were gonna be there. We found out what floor she was on, and <laughs> we just her. run into her. Hey, Gabby, yeah. how you doing? You know, yeah. How's your dogs? And you know, so you were you working it. You were oh, totally yeah. we, I worked every angle. You couldn't get over. Yeah, we got those. Those, but, but you didn't try cleaning it up. She was the type of girl, though. When you, you know, it's like you know, you throw a ball. You know, and she never threw anything back, and just ran out of balls. <laughs> What you, but it was like you never, okay, I'm trying to translate. Basically, <laughs> she's not giving you anything. No, back, yeah, we have a conversation. No, I'm not talking love, and I'm just talking conversation. You, know, you ask mm -hmm. a question, she'd answer it, ask another question back. Well, by the end of the night, I'm running out of material yeah. on this trip. You know, <laughs> show's over. <laughs> so, uh, so now was Luke? Yeah, right. Have you uh, dated any of the, your fellow tennis players well, out there? after Murphy dropped the ball, I picked Luke up Luke hammers everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the pro shots all well, over was, the was place. serve, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no one real famous that I can think of. I stalked Gabby, Sab not Sabatini, Gabby Reese, the volleyball player, for a while. Yeah. Oh, you stalked yeah. her? Yeah, I stalked her for a while. But, uh, I didn't think she was afraid of you. She's a big girl. She's a big girl, but uh, it just didn't. Well, don't break so you in half. short stalking. That's how D got his wife. <laughs> yeah, you got to stalk. Mm -hmm. You got to get out well, there. In, yeah. in a decent, you know, you know. I mean, she saw me all the time. She knew I was there. Maybe not the first few times I drove past <laughs> her house, but the rest of the time she saw when my. When you burned it down and she had to leave. No, no. Seven. <laughs> she was see my seventy blue Mach one sitting outside parked in front of the house. That's Grandma it. would say that guy's here again, <laughs> and she'd look out the window and go, "Oh, damn! How do I get out of here?" She lived on the water. She couldn't get out. It was like no way out with the front door. And I was sitting out there just waiting for her. I was lurking about. Uh, William Sisters. Yeah. Any uh, run-ins with them? Uh, we, played with them? we hit them the, I the spring. You played the William Sisters? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought men and women don't play. 
Well, we've played them a couple times because they're always saying how they can beat guys and everything. And we've played them in charity events. And one time in the middle of the match, they left, got on a plane. It was three all in the first set during this exhibition. They said, we got to go. And they just left the stadium, 7,000 people. They're Jehovah's Witnesses. They yeah. walked out on the walked game? Walked out, yeah. yeah. So what did you guys do? Well, I don't know. We, we got a couple of replacements. Played <laughs> <laughs> with ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And then and then we played them again in their own charity event, and uh, we, you know, we don't want, we didn't want to beat them in their own charity event, but we we couldn't like help it. They kept on like trying to hit us, and Murphy hit Serena in the back. I caught it late. He caught it late again. <laughs> Is that what we said? What yeah, you yeah. call it? Catching it late. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Catch oh, it I late. See. All right. Tagged her in the back, and she he said, like, the, uh, like William Dafoe and Platoon. Was she upset? Yeah. Oh, she was ticked, yeah. Now, they look pretty strong. Yeah, they're pretty strong. They got a strong service. They yeah. are. How, yeah. how tall it's are they? It's a man, baby. 6'3". <laughs> no, they're not 6'3". <laughs> <six, three. laughs> See, a deuce and a half. <laughs> 250, 255. No, not talking about Ann Wilson from Heart. I'm talking about the, <laughs> oh. said the Williams, not the Wilson the sisters. The mammal, for God's sake. <laughs> no, seriously. Uh, they, they look, do they have a strong serve? Very strong. Well, yeah. uh, Venus holds the world record for uh, women at 129, I think. 129 or 127. Serena's right behind her. So which of you guys has a stronger serve? Than, yeah. Which of you guys has a stronger serve? Murphy Luke does. <laughs> All right, what's it been clocked at? Well, in the 130s. These days, I think he is. My arm is just, you know, marshmallows. It's not that strong, is it? That's good to know for tonight. But that's good. Yes, yeah. No, he's trying I'm to I'm sure the Mac and Rose aren't listening. The Mac yeah. and Rose into a false sense of security yeah, right now. Exactly. As they're listening, his arm's weak. Like, Go for Murphy. Go, Go for his arm. Yeah, exactly. Coach D. Put him in a full Nelson. Give him a sleeper. All right, well, now... We were talking earlier, Doc said, let me know when we got to take a break here. We were talking earlier about like ways to make the game a little more exciting. You know, the happy, happy Gilmore in it, yeah. you know? Because I, I think golf sucks. It is not a sport. Yeah. It's said a it game. Before, I said it again. It's a skill. Yep. It's a game. They don't carry their own stuff. If you carry your own bags from, you know, like this Casey but Martin thing. There's yeah. no, they're not under pressure. Yeah. You know, no one's firing anything at them. <laughs> you know, Beth says it's the only sport that there's a miniature version of. Yeah. There's no miniature tennis <laughs> or miniature football. Well, there's ping pong. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> but that gets pretty hardcore sometimes. Yeah, that's so, right, that's right. Okay, see some of those, those tennis players. But at one point, some golfers, because we got a whole big thing, we said, what are you going to do to improve it? And I said, well, you know, let's develop a hardcore golf. We call it rogue golf, where you have... Your, dri your guy, your driver is under pressure. You have people literally trying to tackle him while he's setting up. You know, because the guy's throwing a pass in football, he's got to make drilled. a decision or he's going to be hurt. Yeah. You don't sit there testing the wind, <laughs> you know, laying down, getting some advice, you know. I said, any game where a uh, you know, 70-year-old with a 54-inch waist could be competitive, <laughs> that can't be a sport, all right? Yeah. So, now, mind you, I'm not saying tennis isn't a sport, but... Today, somebody mentioned, what if the ball was on fire? <laughs> That's pretty good. I've never heard that. That's very good. <laughs> now, I think there are ways you soaked it in gas. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it could actually stay in flames. How would you toss the ball? That's what I'm saying. Asbestos glove? 
There you go. Yeah. That's very good. <laughs> That's very good. Good call. If we could organize this, would you guys be willing to try? Now, absolutely. That's hilarious. Fire suits on. Fire tennis. <laughs> hey, hey, I hit the net. How do you know? It burned a hole through it. <laughs> you would know if the ball was in or out. You know, yes. a burn mark. You get your juices flowing, man. Yeah. This is creativity. It's going to catch on. It's coming right at me. 139 miles an hour on flames. <laughs> All right. The other thing is, I was thinking, because I kept calling it, because I know you guys like a hardcore. I kept saying today, tag team tennis. <laughs> yep. Thinking like wrestling. Well, yeah. that's we have that already. We Do can substitute during the match. Throughout the, let's say Murphy's playing singles and he was getting blown out the other day. So, you know, we switched. He comes out, you know, and then we give him a wedgie and then I come, back, I come in. No, but you got to do it more like the wrestlers do it because there's that brief moment where both players are against <laughs> one. <laughs> so when you tag in, then you both can get, right. get on and then you got to get off the course. I yeah. thought that would be good. Yeah, well, we, got, we believe that if, you know, we talked about tagging guys. There should be bonus points. Instead of every time you win a point, it's just one point. If Let's I say hit if you I, in the hand, I get two points. Two points. So I hit you in the screws, that's three points. <laughs> and imagine yeah. if the ball was on fire and I hit you, you are on fire. I win the Screaming, match. Screaming, rocking. <laughs> your junk's all in flames. That's right. <laughs> Man, Mac would be really pissed oh. at <laughs> You're right. Did <laughs> a fire department come out and blow him out? <laughs> <laughs> Just laying on the fl on the on the court in flames. That'd be unbelievable. Yeah. So you think about that. I just take that with you, and you know, just throw a mention that it was my idea. It's okay. Uh, well, my last question for you because we got to take a break soon. Dark side. I mean, and actually, it shouldn't even be the last question. But we were talking about Anna Kornikova. You know, everybody talks about Anna Kornikova, and I said, but she doesn't win. She doesn't win, and, and you guys jumped to her defense and said, wait a minute, D. What'd you say? Yeah, she's a top 10 player in the world, reached the quarterfinals of the Australian Open. She's consistently winning three or four matches per tournament. She's in what I call that B level, where she's not as good as the Williams sister. She's not as strong as a Davenport, not as good as a Hingis. But, but she is better looking. Who yeah, yeah. cares? <laughs> she's hot. She looks like Beaver. Yeah. She looks great in a Tonga. Who cares? In a what? That's uh, a Brazilian thong. Oh. <laughs> she got <laughs> Uh, have you seen her in a Brazilian song? No. <laughs> on her website. <laughs> it's all about the website. Do you guys have a website? I've seen her. Yeah, we have a website. What's your website? <laughs> Jensenbrothers.com, man. Cool. Pretty straight ahead. Straight ahead, a little rock and roll at the top. Jensenbrothers.com. Yeah. .com. Okay, okay, okay. So um, have you had any interaction with uh, Kornikova? So she's a, she can play. Well, she's like, you know, 50 years younger than we are. So <laughs> it's like illegal. I, I'd get naked with her right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's Murph. Is she <laughs> it's the, 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 it's the big deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who says it? You with the machine? Is, it, um, is she? Does she act stuck up? Stuck up? Or is she protected by a gazillion people? Yeah, she's got an entourage. But we've known her for a very long time. When she was coming up through the ranks and everything, we were. Our poster was on her wall, but wow. now, you know, her website's in her <laughs> then mind. You, then, you were, then you hit her on her and blew it, right? Yeah. <laughs> she <laughs> she was the nine airline socks. <laughs> now, how old was she when you first started? She started she was playing? 10, 11. And she was uh, that young. Yeah. yeah. She had a huge contract just on looks. And well, what they do is that they, the agencies go to Russia and they go to a lot of these countries and they pull out the Kornikovas. To bring into the states, they sign these contracts. Hopefully, they'll make it into the big time, and then they get a cut of that. All right, and it's like slave labor. how old is she now? Is she 21? 19 or 20? I think she's twenty-one. Is she that, is she that yeah. old now? That old, but. 
So yeah, what we were just talking about earlier. I mean, her only thing is is that she says the things that we know good-looking women are thinking. <laughs> That's right. But they're not supposed to say. Yeah. She publicly says things like "You can't afford me." Yeah. All those kind of stuff. Well, there's like a that. great story in Berlin when President Clinton was over there. Uh, <laughs> it was amazing. President Clinton and Anna Kornikova were staying in the same hotel. That, uh -oh, that was very that's strange. trouble. Well, she had just come back from a practice or something, and when the president leaves a hotel, they shut it off. You're not allowed to walk in or out. You're stuck in there outside. And Kornikova went up to the Secret Service guy and said, you know, I'm coming in. And he said, no, 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 one, no one's allowed in. She said, don't you know who I am? I'm Anna Kornikova. And he starts, you know, with his shades, I don't care who you are. There are you know, a lot of Anna Yeah, but Kornikova. then Clinton was over there and says, let her through. <laughs> let her through. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> You're not the only Kornikova in here. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. And we're talking with Luke and Murphy Jensen, uh, tag team tennis players extraordinaire. That's playing right. doubles tonight against the Hanson brothers. No, they're actually playing the McEnroe brothers uh, in Hartford. Where's it again? At the, at the, at the armory. That's right. Right. Where is that? It's yeah. near right. the tanks and the bombs. Right downtown. Broad right to Street. The go to cat. Broad Street. <laughs> Get a Broad, go to Broad Street. <laughs> right on. Right on. So what are you guys doing in town all day? Like, you have to go practice? Play a little music. Uh, Get sight, you know. Check Murphy's out the, a rock and roll. Check guy. out the ladies of West Hartford. Go to the Gold <laughs> Club. Get a free T-shirt. That's my. Schedule. He's going to the strip what joint. Do Unbelievable. Hey, it's a lady. Also, you guys don't necessarily hang out together. No, no. Day. We Who actually don't get along. We're like a band, you know. He just does his thing. You're like bro you're brothers. Yeah, we're brothers. Yeah. So you love each other, but you don't necessarily spend every waking minute together. That's no. right. And people don't understand. So you that. seem to scratch your head about him. He's a mama's yeah. boy. Are you the older brother? I'm the older brother. Okay. Yeah. So I'm the, old, I'm the oldest of five brothers. Yeah, yeah. I make all the reservations, airfare, and, you know, all the hotel reservations. He tries it, and nothing happens. Yeah, he's one. Just, he's one who yeah. doesn't show up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is the flight. Yeah. yeah he okay. just heard about the World Wide Web. He's just got a computer, and he's all interested in this email thing. <laughs> email. This, this is, is cool. really going to take off. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Have you seen RateYourRack.com? No. What? <laughs> rate your rack? Rate your rack. <laughs> what, how do you spell it? Is it hyphens or is it straight out? No, Women. it's straight out rateyourrack.com. <laughs> rate your rack? Rate. rate. Rate your rack. Really? And it's just racks and you rate them. I got to get into that. Yeah. Women and waiters is real good. Yeah, women and waiters is very good. Women and waiters? In waiters, yeah. In, oh, in waiters. waiters. Yeah. <laughs> waiters. Like women and waiters, yeah. Okay. Wow. We got to go, guys. When we're not, the show's not over, we got to take a break, but I really loved hanging out with yeah. you. Good luck tonight. I mean, it's sold out already so and I appreciate you guys coming in I know we were going to talk to you on the phone you said nah we want to come in come in man that was cool I don't see Johnny Mac here I don't see Johnny Mac kick that old man's ass come on yeah. I think he's like my age right he might be younger <laughs> he might be younger than me <laughs> kick him anyway alright uh, we're going to take a break we'll come back Got a bunch of reactions to all the stuff we were talking about yesterday. Uh, ongoing circumcision issues. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you might want to leave, boys. Uh, see, there it is. Don't look, Beth. Come around over here. We'll show you. All right. And uh, thanks a lot. Thank you. It's great hanging Thank with you. you guys. Stick around for D. Snyder Radio. It's Radio 104. D. Snyder. Can I just say that you rule the earth? D. Snyder Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. 30 million people hear what you got to say. That's oh, going to be awesome. As far as the quality of it. We didn't argue with them much. On Radio 104. Hey, Nick, when did I tell the, uh, the listeners about the new Euro locations yesterday? 
Later on in the show. How much later? <laughs> like, like now? Probably 10 minutes from now. Oh, okay. So I already these people already know about it. I should have talked about it earlier, which I didn't. Of course, as always, you can go to Radio104.com, click on the D-Euro, and uh, find out, you know, the latest list of Euro locations. There's new ones popping up all the time. How many we got about now? Any idea, Nick? With the new locations, close to 80. Almost. Wow. I think so. Yeah, it's a lot. <clears throat> Tomorrow on D-Sider Radio, besides what the hell am I going to do this weekend, because it is Friday, entertainment news, uh, Diamond Dallas Page is calling in. Yeah, from the WWF. Yeah, the big in invasion's happening this weekend. Okay, so you may want to check it out. You know, I will be checking it out. It's on AT&T and Cox In Demand pay-per-view. It's only $29.95. We'll talk to them tomorrow, and we'll have more of those uh, invasion prize packs giveaway and the grand prize drawing for the chair and stuff like that going on. Uh, some reaction, email reaction. We tend to get to it in this section all the time, but it's interesting stuff. Those guys were cool. Weren't they really fun? Yeah, made me uh, want to play. Didn't seem prissy at all. No, they were excited about that ball on fire. Yeah, they really like that. I let you take credit for that. that was, you know what? I totally did. I know. That was your idea. I know. Totally, <laughs> totally took your idea. I have the whole game. The asbestos glove, the firing ball. Well, you had thought about this. You put some thought into that. Not really. Well, asbestos <laughs> glove just came to you? <laughs> well, you, you know, you have to have some protective gear. How do you think Johnny Mac's going to react tonight when I bring out the fireball? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's going to wuss out. I would love to go. I can't. It's sold out. That's so great. All right. Well, I'm, well, good for anybody who's going. Okay, time for a little D-mail. People writing to me with their uh, thoughts and concerns at Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. Michelle Z writes in, subject on, uh, subject on the road with Mudbone. D and the gang, well, thanks to Mudbone and his yellow-skinned brothers, my husband has found out that taking me out for sushi is a surefire way to get this bitch in the mood for his Jimmy section. <laughs> yes, sorry, Bob. That was a hell of an animal with Mudbone. Um, you know, we were discussing circumcisions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you know, you're talking about, whenever you talk about a man's penis, uh, it, it, discussion goes on and on and on. So, uh, actually, there's been some, uh, quite a few reactions. Now, when we left off yesterday, someone said that the first circumcision was, uh, was brought into law by one of the King Henrys to stop people from masturbating. Well, Doc M., who, amongst the many things that she has, has a doctorate in theology and one in divinity, says that, in fact, Beth is correct with the fact that Judea Ju Judaism has the first circumcisions dating back to the times of the first nomads about 200 years after Adam and Eve. So that's going back. That's going way back. He says, obviously, there were no bathrooms as we know them back there, and people were not cleaning themselves as well as they do today. They discovered infections and that the foreskin was not necessary for human reproduction, and this is a way of preventing only infections, so they were the first to bring that into law. And actually, um, the UK kid, who's a Brit and not circumcised, says his take on it is that the woman this morning who said it was done to prevent masturbating was correct. But that came later. Originally, it was the Jewish who did it for the cleanliness reasons, but it was not done by other, uh, other groups. 
And then England started to pick up on it for stop people from masturbating. And he points out that Americans, America, is the only nation that does circumcisions routinely to boys for non-religious reasons. Yeah, as I understood it, the, a lot of Europeans are not circumcised. There you go. They are not. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um... Alice in Wonderland wrote in and says, I know you have talked about circumcision for a couple of days, but I remembered something today when you were reading some D-mail about the subject. Did anyone see the episode of Friends when Joey is auditioning for a movie role and the character character has to be uncircumcised? It was classic. No. Monica made him a variety of foreskins to try on, <laughs> and one of them was made of silly putty. And he made a silly putty foreskin. And went for his, he had to show them he was uncircumcised, and it dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> you just see it drop down between his legs. I forgot what his reaction to that was. But the people's reaction was quite shocked <laughs> when it dropped off. All right. Uh, also, here we go. Mike from Guilford says the act of circumcision started over 3,000 years ago. When the covenant between God and Abraham, according to the Old Testament of the Bible... So it says, with the covenant. This is something Nick should know. Being an alumnus of Providence College, which is where I go, the school has a mandatory two-year development of Western Civilization course. Yeah, you got to take two years of Western stuff. This was in the course. Yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> you missed that thing. Now that we gave you, he says you might have missed those classes because of the bottle stuff. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> is it, now that we've refreshed your memory, does mm -hmm. that... Uh, does it help you? Is, is, do you remember it now? I guess so. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm not totally sure ago. about that. You can't that. remember yeah. everything from college. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's all. Okay, uh, let's see. And the last letter on circumcision is from Ranting Southpaw, who points out that the foreskin is not a cleaning mechanism, as, as one listener said it was. It provides protection from getting dirty, but can still get dirty. It's a sheath. All animals have it. It protects the goods. Whether or not you believe in God, people were naked at first. Men needed a little extra hand, so to speak. We can't have it getting all banged up and all. Hmm. If, you're more, if you're more for evolution, monkeys have it too. It's for protection. It's not an automatic car wash. Uh, and so I just, with hearing that, I said, so that explains why animals lick themselves how come we have lost that ability? <laughs> yeah. Why can't we do that? Yeah. How, uh, there must have been a time where we could. Where we may have laid there for hours in the cave. Well, before you stood up ourselves. straight, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. We could lick. So that thing had to go. When we stopped being able to lick it, it had to go. Hmm. Trade you. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, he says, tell Nick, if you could, it, it won't make a difference having it. But lots of guys are having them put back. Mm. I think I've heard some about that. It says yeah, there's some kind too. of actual movement of people having their foreskin reattached. <sighs> like, would, what do you mean? How do you reattach it? I mean, I don't know. It's not yours from birth. It's obviously some other substitute, some sort of foreskin stand-in. I don't know, I, I, but I seem to, in my back of my mind, I've heard something about it. And this guy uh, is is you know reinforcing that. Yeah, I gotta see if there's a market for foreskin. Yeah, there's actual tape of the surgery. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Just one more. There 
you go. All set. There you go, son. Have fun. <laughs> now start licking. Uh, all right. And uh, let's see. Here's a letter. Uh, regarding your story, Beth, on the woman doing gardening in a bikini. Mm -hmm. Kim says, uh, not that it's terribly important. I want to drop you a line to let you know that local news on a local news show, they showed a picture of the woman. Oh, okay. And apparently she's in great shape. Mm -hmm. The bikini was a leopard print, and it was very small. Oof. Right on. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, the neighbors also said that they didn't mind the bikini, but there were so many young children in the neighborhood, they thought that it might, they were concerned for the young children. Uh, what? Right. Becoming it's... preoccupied? Yeah. Crashing their bikes? There was a rash of masturbating going on <laughs> in the neighborhood. It's kind of like a lesson in anatomy, you know? It's yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, well, apparently, uh, Ms. Lockwood. Buried the pictures of the woman in the leopard skin bikini. I'm sorry. If I, you know, you guys, if I had them, I would have showed them to you. I didn't have them. Actually, Dark Side says found her on uh, RateMyRack.com. <laughs> He's in there. <laughs> okay. And the last two emails uh, coming in here. One is from Not Your Son Shane, who says, D, I am in awe. I have found through listening that you know a lot about many people. I guess you know these things through your many experiences and contacts, but when you came out with the info on Bozo the Clown, <laughs> I was more than impressed. I kneel before you. No, make that. I'm, I'm getting up. I salute you. <laughs> yeah, it's probably best not to kneel. You never fail to give us new and exciting information for what we've learned today. We're not worthy! We're not worthy! I, I know little things. I know, uh -huh. I, know, I know things. I hear things, and I try to relate them to you. And the last letter off come from uh, Thomas M. Ganley III. He had another name, I think. Telephone Tom? Mm. Yeah, who said, hey, DSR teams, I, you know, I haven't written in a while, but I felt compelled. D. Bozo was huge in Connecticut. Get out. But D, these kids that you work with, these kids you work with, <laughs> uh, they're too young to remember. I'm 38, and I love mm. Bozo. Oh, school. My sister is 35 and never got to see them. See him. I think that WTNH, Channel 8 in New Haven, canceled it in the late 60s. Man, was I traumatized. I think that was the root of all my troubles today when Bozo was canceled. Well, that makes sense. I'm That's when I used to watch him in the 60s. Bozo, Howdy mm -hmm. Doody. I go way back. That's old school. I'm old school. <laughs> howdy Doody. <laughs> howdy Doody. <laughs> That's real old school. That's 50s, people. That's 50s Howdy Doody. Yeah, so nobody saw Bozo mm -hmm. on here, but he actually... What do you mean? What are you raising your hand for, Sean? I'm from Massachusetts. I, I remember Bozo. I hate him. You hate Bozo? No, I do. Because he was at... I was at was Rocky Point. Was he mean Point. to you? Bozo was mean no, to you? No, I was at Rocky Point with my parents in Rhode Island, and he was there doing a live performance, and he tried to, like, grab me from my father to take me up on stage, and I freaked out. I mean, I was only, like, four years old. And I tore the hair out of my dad's You skull. are one pathetic loser. I hate clowns. Clowns freak kids out. I hate them. They freak people out. There's a mi Clowns are a mixed bag. Yeah. They, they attract you, but they scare you, too. Yeah, they're not funny. Oh. <laughs> okay. There's nothing funny about okay. them. Okay. All right, just relax. <laughs> clowns, you're safe here. The clowns aren't going to get you, I'm funny Sean. how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. <laughs> I make you laugh. Very angry clown. Joe Pesci. All right, we're taking a break. Hey, if you want to write to me, it's Captain Howdy at clearchannel.com. But enough of my yak and listen. What we learned today is next. And today we're playing for a four pack. 
of tickets to join the party. Where's the date? August 2nd, Thursday night. That's two weeks from today at New Britain Stadium in New Britain. We're going down 300 strong. We're going to be sitting in Section 205, by the way, to watch the New Britain Rockcats take on the New Haven Ravens. It's Dee's Night of Radio Night at New Britain Stadium. And if you want to join us, no, you can't be call number 10, but make it good, people. This is a four-pack we're talking about. The number is 860-666-4444. Tell us what you learned. Win the four-pack. It's going to be a great night. Stick around. <laughs> uh, Dark says, send me a message. That's not old school. Howdy do is not old school. That's ancient school. That's <laughs> the beginning of TV it's school. Prehistoric school. Prehistoric school. <laughs> it's D's Night of Radio. It's Radio 104. You may not love me now, but I can try, try, try. Radio 104. Now back to D. Snyder Radio. Listen to it only when you can safely ignore the outside world completely. Okay, thank you. Radio 104. Sure hope people are getting their tickets for Radio 104 Fest. It's happening Monday, September 3rd. That's Labor Day at ctnow.com Meadows Music Theater. 25 bands for 25 bucks. That's pavilion or lawn seats, so hook yourself up with a pavilion seat. Then you've got total freedom. Blink 182, Saliva, Alien Ant Farm, Sum 41. Scapegoat Wax, Good Charlotte, Newfound Glory, Stereo Mud, Prime STH, The Calling, Boy Hits Car, The Start, Crash Palace. More bands to be announced, too. There will be 25 if it kills us. If we have to throw Nick, Beth, and Darkseid out there with some ukuleles, there's going to be 25. The karaoke machine. <laughs> right. Uh, tickets are on sale now through tickets.com locations, Meadows Box Office, Strawberries, Coconuts, LaSalle Music, or you can charge by phone. 203-265-1501 or you can purchase them online at Radio104.com of course we will be there signing autographs as we always do at these events and uh, hanging out and enjoying the festivities well people it's time to do some singing loud and proud what we learned what we learned what we learned today what we learned what we learned what we learned today Okay, Scott from Shelton is on the phone. Good morning, Scott. Good morning. How you doing, man? Pretty good. So what did you learn today, Scott? I learned there's some pretty cool people in tennis. I'm, I'm a fan. I like to watch it on TV, but I'll get frustrated by seeing Sampras make some good shots mm -hmm. and not, uh, where's the emotion? Where's, where's any kind of uh, flair going on in the court? Then you have these guys on this morning who are total cards. And uh, I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. me too. You know what? Seriously. If yeah. I hear they're playing, I want to check it out. Right. Yeah, I little... definitely like to check these guys out. Hat... I know they were, uh, hadn't heard of them before, but I'm definitely interested in seeing I... what I can of them. I kind of heard some things here and mm -hmm. there, but uh, apparently they got quite a rep out there for obvious reasons. Sounds like it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no kidding. And uh, and uh, that's, that's Happy Gilmore Tennis, if I ever saw it. So yeah, hold on a second, Scott. Well, Beth Lockwood... Well, I learned that when Pierce Brosnan decides to pack it in as 007, that 
There's going to be a duel to the end to see who will replace him. Either Rob Lowe or our very own Zalman. Was how you pronounce it? Nakamovsky? Zalman Nakamovsky. Double O, double o Nakamovsky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, well, that's, that'd be our choice. I don't know. You know. People don't know him yet, but they may. He's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. When's it airing? Uh, August like 15th or something like that. Okay. So, uh, you know, we'll definitely get a chance. He's not allowed to talk about it or anything. So we're going to find out about his his uh, work and how he did and how he fared when that happens. All right, Tom from Middletown's on the phone. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning. So, uh, Tom, what did you learn today? I learned about personal hygiene for the history of personal hygiene. New uses for, I guess, silly putty. There you go. <laughs> That's right. I mean, why turn your radio down in the background? We're in delay. It's going to screw you up. Um, yeah, that, that's uh, yes. You can actually form a primitive, a primitive uh, foreskin out of silly putty. Matter of fact, Nick, I think before you actually do the real thing, maybe you want to walk around with a silly putty foreskin on for a couple of days. <laughs> can do that. All right, hold, hold on a second, Tom. Yeah, just say how you like it. You can do that pre-op. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get a feel for it, and then before you go for the actual work, because it's a little rough, that nailing mm. that's involved, yeah. <laughs> the hammer and nails, you know, that's how they apply it, but it's got probably a little painful, mm. but after you know, your penis gets over the shock, you'll probably like it a lot better. Yeah. Well, Dark Side Dave. <laughs> He's oozing. Is oozing. What'd you learn, dude? I learned that the next time I go to take a piss on Nick, I better make sure John and Angel don't have the camera on me. <laughs> right on. You say that like you've done it in the past. <laughs> next time. <laughs> he wears some baggies too. He probably wouldn't even notice. Probably not. No, those, unless he's wearing his sandals. What's the biggest pair? <laughs> what's the biggest baggiest pants you got? You got any of those huge like elephant baggies? No, I don't have any of those. I mean, a lot of my jeans get kind of big on me because my legs are kind of skinny. But uh, bird legs. The other day, I was in the store and I was looking at some Wu Tang wear. You know, <laughs> picking up some Wu wear. Yeah, Wu wear. Yeah. yeah, I might get a pair of those pants. Which I feel like I should give you props. We didn't talk about this yesterday, but just really quickly, the current yesterday in the life section had a big story on how popular men's sandals are becoming. Mm. And Nick, you're you're a forerunner in this movement. Mm. His, he is leading mm -hmm. the pack. <laughs> I don't know, his toes are actually leaving the sandals behind. <laughs> they're, they're so out in front of the That's movement. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, Matt from Hartford on the horn. As they say, Matt, how are you? I'm doing great. How is everyone? We're doing good. So, Matt, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that in tennis, you get three points if you hit your opponent in the screws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never heard, heard that term before. The screws? Is that a yeah. good tennis lesson? Yeah, well, yeah, it's, we should get tennis lessons from those guys. Right. I'd like to get tennis lessons from those guys. That'd be cool. They were totally taken with Beth's idea about the ball, which I stole. Yeah. Did I say me or we? You said you can tell them that was mine. Okay, if they're listening... Guys, that was Beth. The fire <laughs> Fire ball. tennis. Fire tennis. That was Beth's idea. Okay, I got credit where credit's due. I don't want to steal somebody else's copyright. <laughs> it was such a great idea. Well, when it takes off, <laughs> when it takes off, you're gonna want you're gonna want yeah. a dollar for every one of those flaming tennis balls that are out there on the court. If you steal my idea for the cure for cancer, that's when I'll get mad. But fire right. tennis, that's okay. Well, Nick. Hey. How you doing? You've been kind of quiet tonight. Today. 
<laughs> well, today I learned something that, I mean, you always talk about parlaying D and uh, that chick who left CNN. She's going to pose for... Uh, for Playboy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, when after a certain amount of time, when, you know, we all go our separate ways, I'm thinking about, you know, since she's in the media, I'm in the media, maybe uh, I could do some posing for, like, a Playgirl or something like that, you know? You think about that, T. <laughs> I idea. think pictures are good, better than video, because video, you, you, the sound of your bones <laughs> clacking together <laughs> might put people off. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I, I think I, I'm thinking about doing a spread like this. Like maybe I'll be for you know, a gag, full, full, full frontal, <laughs> full frontal, and then I'll have something like me picking up something off the floor, and you could get a nice ass shot. <laughs> so vile <laughs> for the ladies, Beth. You know? <laughs> yes, I, I know. The good thing is that they won't have to use a, a gatefold sleeve with you. <laughs> you know, just keep it to the normal well, two pages. I think the ear spread might be a good ego boost for other guys out there. <laughs> yeah. Again, again. Hey, if he's in there, I look pretty damn good by comparison. Okay, let's talk to Mike from Cromwell. Good morning, Mike. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. So what did you learn today? I learned that Dark Side's breath must smell like excrement since his toothbrush doubles as an ass scratcher. <laughs> <laughs> that was, was that number one with a bullet? Yeah. Yeah, toothbrush. Funny! Yeah. Very amusing. Hold <laughs> on, well, you even got him to laugh, actually. Hold on a second, Mike. Yes, his toothbrush smells like ass. <laughs> <laughs> Those questions were funny, too. Probably a lot of things in your house smell like ass. Now that I think about it. I mean, the production room smells like ass. <laughs> smell the bed sheets. Oh, oh, no, thank you. Pass. Pass. Uh, what did I learn today? Well, I actually learned it yesterday. I learned that there is no limit to the crazy things that I will sign. I learned this on the way over here on the ferry. I will wind up signing in my lifetime. Just when I think I've signed everything. Something new will be presented to me. Yesterday, I signed a still... Is that how you pronounce it? S-T-I-H-L? Chainsaw. Autographed it for a listener, Brian, who's on the ferry. on the ferry? Yeah, he's actually a uh, still representative. And he travels around... You know, he goes on Long Island going to the dealership, selling them. And he says, I want you to sign something for me. I'm like, sure. And he says, you got to come to the truck. And he pulled out this chainsaw... It was easily four feet long. It was the biggest friggin' chainsaw I ever saw. I autographed it. How do you even keep that under control? I don't know, but I'd like to try. Hmm. Seriously, that's a serious song, man. Oh, yeah. Chainsaw is a, is a brutal instrument of destruction. But enough of my yakking. Sean, read him a week. What do we got? All right. Scott from Shelton learned that there's some pretty cool people in tennis. Tom from Middletown learned that the his, learned the history of personal hygiene and a new use for silly putty. Mike from Cromwell learned that Dark Side's breath might must smell like excrement since his toothbrush doubles as an ass scratcher. And finally, Matt from Hartford learned that in tennis you get three points if you if you hit your opponent in the screws. <laughs> I'm leaning into our dark side's toothbrush. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Figures. <laughs> I'm leaning away which, from Which it. one was that, Matt? It's Mike. My, Mike, Mike was the toothbrush? Yep. 
Mike from Cromwell. The toothbrush smells like ass. You betcha. And you've got <laughs> four. <laughs> you betcha. And you got four tickets to join the party on August second. We're gonna go. Decider Radio is gonna go gorilla in to New Britain Stadium to see the uh, Rockcats play. All right. Sweet. You got three people you can invite. Oh, you betcha. Okay, man. Hold on a second. We'll get your information. And Scott, Matt, and Tom. Better luck next time. Keep listening. But now we must go. Very special thanks. Very special thanks to Luke and Murphy Jensen. Cool guys. Uh, I guess you can't buy tickets. Is this thing televised? Sold out, no. Well. But there are other Fox Sports matches happening up through. I think the last one I'm attending is the Jimmy Connors on the 27th. What was their website again? Jensenbrothers.com. Jensenbrothers.com. Check out their website. Oh, or go to ratedjensen.com. We can see their nude picture. And you can decide which one you like better. At the end, I started to pick up that. Like, at first, I thought it was like that loving, like, this guy's nuts. This guy's nuts. But at the end, I started to say, This guy's nuts. He's like, He's like, Yeah, no, I don't hang out with this guy. He's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Although I, I think Luke can give Murphy a run for his money himself. It doesn't look like he was all that, you know, like one of them's like the crazy one and one's like the normal one. Luke looked pretty in crazy. Comparison, too. Yeah, in comparison. Yeah, in comparison, possibly. The older brother thing. But thanks, guys, for coming in. Really enjoyed you guys. And um, tomorrow on D Side Radio, the usual. What the hell's going on this weekend? Special entertainment news break. More New Britain Rock Cat tickets to give away for T. Snyder Radio Night at the Rock Cats. And this you want to check out, the President's Fitness Challenge. <laughs> Sean, Nick, and maybe my 11-year-old son, Cody, going at it. Come on, T. To see who's in better physical shape. <sighs> Cody's already won the patch and the certificate. So, I don't know. And uh, I think it would be nice if I just said, stick around for Will Cow. He's got Old School 104 coming your way at noon. Chad's got the 420 Brownie Mix. 6 o'clock news. That's two new songs back-to-back. Carlito's got the eight most requested songs of the day. Mandatory Metallica at 10. Pick a position where they play porno clips. A lot going on there. Look at that. It says... Uh, and uh, go to uh, carlitoshouse.com for the only place to go for the truth about AJ's Coke problem. Bitch slap Thursday. It's, 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 it's hysteria. Cats and dogs ah. living together. Mass hysteria on the Carlito show. How do they fit it in four hours? I don't know. I do not know. How do they fit in this room? I don't know. <laughs> but they do every night, and they do a great job of it. So hang around for that as well. Have a great day, everybody. See you tomorrow.